0: Dogs can get rabies.
1: What?
2: We want to hear a good dog story? Yes. I don't know if you know this, but Spielberg was stalked by somebody who wanted to rape him.
1: Tell him, Steve Dave. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Tell Him, Steve Dave, and we've got Walt here, and we've got me here, and we've got special guest. Last time you were here, old Jiggy.
0: Last time I was here, I think was last year, where I was auditioning to <laughs> to take uh, Brian Quinn's spot. I don't think it happened.
1: This is a, like a year in the making. Uh, is this the official offer then, Walt? <laughs> we, 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 we went through. I'm we shaking. F-
0: I think that was a
2: that was a no.
1: We, we needed to find someone who wasn't so busy with tours and uh, being famous and shit like that, right? But you do all the
2: tours, don't you?
0: Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm touring throughout the year doing stand up stuff. I work with the guys uh, on the road too. So you're quite busy as well. Your schedule is hell as well. I kind of, what are you saying? I have to free up some time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: these, uh, these shootings, these mass shootings last uh, week, two in as many days, right? Everybody hates the guys. Safe to say, right? They're assholes. Nobody likes a mass shooter.
0: I think that's safe to say. That's very
1: safe to say. Why is it we get so mad at mass shooters? Like if we, we get so mad at somebody who kills nine, ten, God knows how many people at once. But if you're a serial killer and you do over the span of years, you might get a Netflix show about you. You might get like, – and I'm talking drama type shit. And We're not talking about a mass killer like a Timothy McVeigh, a government guy, who's like that's a very clear like – I hate the government. I have a history of hating the government. Here's why I'm doing this versus like these guys.
0: I, I have a theory. I don't know. I, I think when it comes to, when it comes to uh, serial killers, I think there, there's a fascination because of like how, how like diabolical, diabolically evil someone could be over a long period of time. Like there, there's like an actual sickness with, and with someone in mass shooting, there's someone who's sick too, but it's like, I think that the course of time is what makes it more fascinating, of like, of evading police and and how preci- the precision of like who they select and um, it also makes it more eerie, of like you never know who is going to be and
1: yeah, you never know who it's going to be with a mass shooter either though
0: yeah I don't but there's something that like like the people I, I that like are people like, like snap <clears throat> that's the thing with a, like a mass shooter it seems like people are if people snap or it's like very medicated and I feel like that's
1: been proven no uh sometimes yeah. I mean, if you saw this last guy, if you like, you again, you see his picture, you look at those eyes, you're like, he'll probably shoot someone or a number of people. It's and like just a, got that it's a wide eye, wide eyed yeah. look. You can see all the white, like all around and shit. Um, That's what Walt looked like when I walked in today.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's like,
2: oh, shit.
1: I never told him he didn't get the job.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like awkward.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I've, I've, it's interesting because, like, if they discover a new serial killer, everyone wants to know about them. But on the same day, like, you know, on the day after mass shooter, like, mass shooters, like, they don't want to know about him in that kind of way. They're not curious. They're just like, this guy's a piece of shit. He should be but killed. Do people immediately.
0: really want to know about serial killers right away, I feel like that it's a slow burn. Like you only hear like Netflix specials of serial killers like ten years later or like people want to see the whole thing played out. They want to see the trial. They want to know yeah. like it's a whodunit thing. If you look at like the great um like Netflix specials or stuff that I got hooked on, like the staircase, like you'd it would oh God that the one?
1: staircase? It was so boring. Dude, they could have done that in half the episodes. <laughs> I it loved was it. so
0: fucking drawn out. But the but but that was filmed over the course of fifteen years. I guess what right, I'm saying yeah. is like it it didn't happen instantly. People wanted to know people only cared about it years later when there was a full understanding of what the case
1: was. There was a forensic files episode on it though. Oh really? Back in the nineties, I think. And the the way they left it was that, you know, he was uh, arrested and in jail and shit. Whereas this one I mean the second you did you you didn't see the staircase documentary uh, you I read? don't even have Netflix. I don't know if that's true. Every time you say you don't have something, it seems I, like you do. I, I don't
2: have <laughs> Netflix. I don't have. I don't have an account. No streaming at all. No.
3: no you have know, Amazon streaming. Prime.
2: Well, yeah. I'm, my wife has Amazon, so we must have the ability to watch the Amazon shows. But like, we can't even play like Angry Birds on our iPads without crash, crashing. I can't imagine we can watch like you <laughs> know big beefy episodes with all those gigabytes and everything
1: because of gigabytes it's a little nod to jiggy <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: no, no. that might have been a dig at me when you hear we call them gigabytes <laughs> all those big
2: gigabytes
1: oh you're saying that your internet is too slow
2: i don't know what it is but like i said like my like I'm, i try to play a
1: game and it just crashes so i thought you're a, a good father up. i didn't know your kids were going without angry birds <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> they they seem to be able to watch it my 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 Youngest to watch the uh, she she I don't want to say too much though because I don't want to get anybody in trouble but uh, somebody gave her a password to watch but we don't actually have it I guess she could give me the password
1: on um, Netflix
2: yeah that's
0: what
1: everyone and, does.
2: everyone does that yeah but I mean they're gonna have to clamp down on that man they must be losing millions if not billions right i mean netflix with all the people giving away passwords
0: they uh, if i remember correctly it used to be you could share it with up to 5 people i mean it's not really supposed family to be family member
2: or, or friends i don't think it matters really? but
0: the reason why they the reason why they have to do that cuz i thought the same thing i was like they must be losing so much money but the problem is that people have you have your tv right then you have like your ipad and then maybe you have your phone so one person can use three devices, you know, um, not trying to cheat the system. It's just that they want to have access to their account on different devices, but people manipulate that. So if like you're logged into a TV and then I give you my password, now it's on your TV. That's how, how they get you, away with it. It's, it's not the number put it of people, you know, you save the password. So people aren't, people are getting away with it because it's the number of devices, not the number of people.
2: But wait a minute. How do you put it on your TV, though? What do, you, what do you put into the remote to make it go on your television? You don't have a smart TV
1: either? Yeah, it's a smart TV. Like you a don't smart have TV. to.
0: There's apps on your TV now. Oh, what well, no. kind of TV do you have? I, you don't I, have I,
1: like a boxy TV, do you? No, I, I have It has like those a... red, green, and blue lights in the back <laughs> that project.
2: <laughs> no, I have, a, I have a flat screen TV, but I don't think it's what they call smart, though.
0: Well, I'll give you – it's a $40 thing that could change your life if you get a Roku box.
2: Oh, I've heard of this, too. And you jailbreak it? No, you don't have to jailbreak anything. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> How much you charge me for that, Jiggy?
1: <laughs> How many gigabytes can I buy from you?
0: You're going to be blown away with the gigabytes in this thing. No, a Roku is like – it's a little um, – it's tiny. It's almost the size of a um, a lighter and it has all – if your TV isn't a smart TV, it hooks into the back of it and then you can download uh, like Netflix and all these apps and run them off your television. Oh. And it gives you a separate remote
2: and uh, – it's great. How much TV you watch? You sound like you watched a lot of TV. You're on the road, not, around, road a lot, right? So that's why you 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 want to watch the, uh, the content.
0: I, I don't watch a lot of uh, television shows, but I'm big on movies and documentaries. Mm-hmm. So I do. I, I'll I'll watch like a few movies a week at least, and then I'll get into like a documentary series.
2: How but many streaming services are you a member of? Um, that I'm personally a member of. He's a very I hip you have guy. Passwords though, then. Someone gave you passwords. So you got them all. You just talk to my uh, daughter; she can all. get you
0: one. Amazon, <laughs> Amazon, Hulu, and Netflix. I got three. Yeah, that's that's enough, right? But that, what, that's
2: enough. Is yeah. that enough, or is that like, are you going to get the Disney one and no, uh, all I, that I, I,
0: I need stuff? to hear more
1: about the Disney one because, okay. like, TV Disney that. one sounds pretty good for the price.
0: Yeah,
2: but what, for what reason? For the Marvel movies alone.
1: No, I, I have a kid who loves Disney, shit, so yeah, every but where
2: Disney are they, they're movie gonna put all the Disney be. movies. Every Disney movie, they said, I'll believe it when I see it. It, um, it won't be, they say uh, it won't
1: be streaming on any other service. I don't believe there'll be some movies I ain't gonna
2: see, I ain't gonna make the cut.
1: Oh, so you're oh, will their entire library be included? Right now, they've that's what they've said. I, I think they're gonna do it. Like I'm gonna weird. air on the side of caution
2: <laughs> with
3: you
1: and say certain movies will not be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But the but they have a history
2: of holding back. uh... Oh
1: (laughs) my oh my, my, Jiggy! Disney's not
2: going to launch a billion-dollar platform and take a chance of putting on a movie that could just make everybody just be like, "Are you effing kidding me?"
1: (laughs) They've got to be insane.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If Disney does that, I would just be like, I I would be the first platform. I I would have to be like, I I got I can't believe it. I have to see it with my own eyes. I would have that they would actually. Put like the, the suicide solution would be putting that movie on there.
1: I, I would buy a lifetime membership because I know it would only last one more month. Before-
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? They have they, but they've gone on record and said they're putting every Disney movie on, on that
1: library. So is like all the old like Steamboat Willies and the like all the shorts, well, like I all that stuff, or like there's there's the stuff where Donald Ducks beating steamboat up Hitler, Willer, right? I don't think, I mean, who knows if it's a, if it's a mouse uh, oh, you, on the you Mississippi what, river right. in the thirties, there has yes. to be something. Yeah. said.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, there probably is. But I'm just talking about theatrical releases, you know, that were, you know, given all the pump, mm-hmm. what's it in circumst- mm-hmm. what?
1: circumstance, yeah.
2: And back in the day, will they put every movie on there? I say, no, they shouldn't have even come out and said that. All our no. blockbusters, But are you only said. talking about that mm-hmm. one movie that they wouldn't put on I there? They what? Did it. I think they did a part two of it as well. No way. <laughs> no. Song
1: of the South, too? If they didn't. <laughs> I don't know. You
0: know I, I didn't realize that that was... Uh, I guess, <laughs> folks... Um, like, for me, I didn't even know that movie existed. I only knew it from... What uh, year were you born? 1986.
2: Oh, okay. But so, I, you were, uh, so, like, Fox and the Hound was, like, the big movie with... Disney movie. And even that wasn't a big movie for them. I feel like there wasn't a lot of, like, movies for, like
0: boys that came out for disney when i was a kid like really? you had like beauty and the beast um what was the one under the sea uh, uh, little a little mermaid was
2: big you're, lion and king. Yeah, you're saying that they didn't appeal, they didn't appeal to you as little a little mermaid
0: no little mermaid and like lion king all that uh, stuff uh,
2: aladdin kind of did a lion king was pretty masculine was it yeah it was about a guy reclaiming his uh his his throne yeah well, well, it's a cartoon a guy, a car- i don't
0: know a, a, i guess maybe it was like the lion. cartoon aspect of it
2: yeah i i I, uh, I saw those movies though as as a young adult though, and I guess I could appreciate them not having to worry about my masculinity being challenged. I could just appreciate it for the art and
1: the songs.
0: When I, was, when I was like the age of... Oh, the yeah, Jiggy's like,
1: out. this is turning me gay. Sorry. I was, <laughs> yeah, I
0: was yeah. looking up Song
1: of the South, too. I see one mention of it, yeah. and there's a lot of misspellings on the page. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if it's legit. It
0: for Song of the South, for me, the only way that I knew that the songs that even existed is from the ride at Disney yeah. World, uh, Splash Mountain, which for me, is it's it's still my favorite ride. And I didn't even know that movie existed. I mean, they've done a very good job of kind oh, of like yeah. keeping it <laughs> under wraps.
2: So do you think they will release it to their streaming service or you think they'll just keep it in- um, I think that they'll probably hold
0: back yeah, I mean it would be a, it would be a big in 2019 misstep. 2020 I mean they would have a lot of a ex- lot of explaining to do oh my god
1: <laughs> yeah I mean that's like, like um, if Disney happened to own that uh, birth of a nation and they're like we said <laughs> <set> every movie <laughs> like, yeah, some are just like it's okay if yeah, this yeah. doesn't get released Maybe everyone is going to be totally fine
0: they could, they could also bury it too.
1: Which they have.
0: Uh, oh, you mean well, bury it in the Bury street? it in the service where it's like – how do they say it on Instagram where you get like shadow shadow ban? Where it's like you're still on there but like you have to like – There's really, no way to find like, it. Yeah, you, would you would actually have to, to put it. in code, yeah.
1: But, but again, if they're like only to make good on like we said every movie, it could be false advertising. We could lose our shirts if we don't do it.
0: You know the other, the other thing they could do is like they could create like a – a separate film company that they sell the movie to and then it's technically not a Disney movie anymore.
1: Right. I mean who I mean, is it David Duke who's now the president of Disney that he wants <laughs> it out this desperately? <laughs> no,
2: no. You know what it was? It was just I, I saw the um the uh the the broad proclamation that like every Disney movie and I'm just thinking like there's no way every Disney movie can be on there. <laughs> I go, there's gotta be some movies that they just don't want. Out there just because they just cause they would the bad PR that it would bring. So it would bring nothing good. No. I mean it would
1: literally bring Rightfully nothing good. So. Except I mean, for the a... people that are like, <laughs> like that's still a piece of history. <laughs> you know, like I gotta see it so bad.
2: <laughs> yeah. The movie sucks balls oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I remember uh, there was a bootleg copy of it in uh playing on a TV at a comic book convention I was at, and I just sat and almost watched the whole thing and I was just like, this is this is so bad. But Not did you bad, think it, like, just boring. Bad too. I think the
0: movie was uh, marked for its technical achievements, so. though. I think it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it did win, didn't it? Get nominated for. Um, I mean, wh- I think it, I, went, it wh- won an Academy Award for the music.
1: I don't even remember what year it was released. It's got to be what? It was so? Sixty? Oh no, no, it was in the forties. I think. Did you? Wasn't it? I think I it got remember. re-released. Yeah, I, I
0: think it. Remember. Um, I don't have. In, um. Service in here, but I think that uh, it—I think it did win an Academy Award for
2: best original song. Yeah, song is
1: 1946.
2: I mean, the songs are you know zippity doo dah. It's it's a great there's good music, but you know it's just stained with the.
0: And it also wasn't the the first movie,
2: first or
0: one of the first to uh, put animation and live action together. Yeah, it looked like... like, I think it was uh, before Mary Poppins.
1: Yeah. Also, in in 46, like, having a a black dude as a lead in a movie was not super common. Uncle Remus. Uncle Remus, man.
2: I wonder... uh... I mean, the Remus estate must be, like... Kept giving up the ghost right there they just ain't gonna release it oh, we're never gonna see residuals no the they're like
1: he they could not have been in dumbo <laughs> had to be in this fucking thing <laughs> uh here are some other offensive disney movies if you guys are wondering that could not uh, does not make- number they
2: may not make the streaming list. You're saying they
1: right? may not make. Well, no, they're going to make the streaming list. You
2: think they'll make the streaming list, if, even if it's an offensive movie? Ag-
1: again, going back to Dumbo. <laughs> yeah, they'd be the, oh, more a little, a su- little more subtly. Well, offensive. It's not as like in your face as some no. of this. Sound.
2: Well, they're going to they're going to dice it up though.
1: Oh they yeah, already yeah. are dicing up a lot go. of
2: Disney movies. Even like Toy Story is being diced up now. The original, uh, Toy Story two. I think there was a like one of the the minor. You remember that minor doll? He he has a thing where, he, like in the credits or something, where he um, is doing a casting couch joke to the Barbie dolls in the room. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they mm-hmm. cut that out now. Really? Yeah, yeah, you can't find that version anymore.
0: I don't, what do you feel about, in general, I, I I, mean, obviously, like, there's been famous examples, but even, like, in E.T. when they took the guns out and they made it into walkie talk, I, oh, I think that's yeah. so horny.
2: In the case of E.T., it's hard to justify why you would? Why you did it? I mean, Spielberg must have just been just in a in a bitchy mood, and he was like taking the taking the guns out.
1: No. I'm gonna give him walkie talkies. Yeah, Were they just walkie-talkies. gonna walkie-talkies. T- tell you each other?
2: Remember, you know, Spielberg. I don't know if you know this, but Spielberg was stalked and by somebody who wanted to rape him.
1: What? Yeah, it was
2: a big famous case. So he had like somebody wanted somebody wanted, wanted to rape to rape, him? To rape yeah. Spielberg yeah, because he
1: because he put the guns
2: in. No, 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 no. He oh. No, he had this bizarre stalker and i'm sure that like you know he he violence was probably um paramount in in his mind and you know maybe he felt like some of, the, some of the decisions he made in his movies were like fueling this guy's delusions. You never heard about this? this I
0: never guy? heard about it.
1: I feel, I feel like I've, in the back of my mind, I vaguely heard – I thought it was a joke though, mm. Spielberg getting raped. No, no, no. Um, a former bodybuilder whose sexual obsession led him to stalks film director Steven Spielberg was sentenced to 25 years to life in prison. After he called his behavior frightening, and it's a bodybuilder too, so it's not like some little yeah. squirt that's yeah. like, "Hey, Steve, Steve Spielberg, I'm going to rape you," and it's like, whatever. It's a guy who is like droided <laughs> out, and he's like, "This is happening." I was, like,
0: was this in the '80s when it happened? No, this was in the... '98.
1: Yeah, the- nineteen ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. That's when he got
2: sentenced. You could, I could forgive Spielberg if he was like, just was like, out of his mind with like, you know, like. This would be a very upsetting thing, though, if I knew that I had someone out there that was plotting that against me. Yeah, but I would I... want to go back and and just take out some stuff and tell them. Steve but you, you're, you,
3: <laughs> and, like, and make
2: it, and make it you know, a little bit more family friendly. You know, I would take out some of the things that you know. I would want to rewrite my own history. But you probably. have
0: all these Spielberg movies. You have, you have sharks eating people alive and all, all this stuff. You have an alien you have come the, from out of young, space. like,
1: children nearly dying on the beaches of Normandy. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it's the guns in, in the three seconds of film that he's just like, That's, that could be it.
1: But if it was around that time, maybe uh, you would think he would be more into guns. It's like you have oh. a bodybuilder coming at you being like, you'll be mine. Like, why would you not give those guys more guns?
2: Well, I think Spielberg's a is a smart dude, so he's like, he probably got in a room full of doctors and was like, "Why is this happening? Is it, is it? Could it be my movies? Some of the things in my movies?" And maybe he was like on the. Like he was doing it before. Yeah, Steve,
3: it. you're
1: fucking. You're too sexy. <laughs> you think the, he got a the shit ra- you're putting in your movies ra- is too sexy.
3: <laughs> you
0: think he called a meeting with a room full of doctors to diagnose absolutely. his potential rapist? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think so. I think he called I, a room full of lawyers. He's a
2: billionaire. It would be like it would be like dropping five dollars on the ground if, for him to call in a room full of
1: qualified <laughs> psychologists. I mean, what, what What is he trying to learn, though? I
2: guess to learn the, why Why this could have happened and what What does he need to change? Is it, is it possible that
1: he, Why is he putting your victim blaming? Why is he putting it on himself? He's like, how did I fuck up? This guy it's wants this, to rape it's me. It's got to be me. <laughs> yeah. Is it what I'm wearing? Is it, is it I've what made? I said?
2: You know, and maybe, he, and maybe he heard from the doctors that was like, you know, you're <laughs> making movies that glorify violence and gun culture
1: against but aliens.
2: E.T. E. doesn't do that at all. I mean, it's the only thing you see. It's the only time
0: you see a gun in the entire movie. Is and it's during that scene. It's like the best moment of the film, where like the where they where they they're going into the sky. It's like the climax of the movie.
2: Yeah, but I, you know, maybe he just is in love with ET so much that he was like, it should be for all ages, from the youngest to the oldest. But and it and still
1: is. It's well, like replacing. It doesn't matter. They never fire the gun. They never like shoot ET, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, obviously he felt strongly enough to change it. Yeah.
0: I think they Something should go back. Happened. They should change the gun and jaws to a walkie-talkie. <laughs> and they, just, they never shoot the they never shoot the shark. They just radio for help.
1: I think the the shark is too scary. They should just turn it into a giant walkie-talkie. I think you should instead never shoot the shark. shark mhm. Um Steven Spielberg St. said I genuinely genuinely in my heart of hearts believe I could have been raped, maimed or killed. And the same thing could have happened to my wife or kids. So he's like, if he's out on the street, I'm going to be living in fear. Cause, and you see it happen too, right? Like there'll be somebody who's getting stalked, a famous person, and they know it, and the cops are aware of it, and then the person still get like Letterman back in the day, oh, like yeah. they just keep getting on their property somehow.
0: Yeah, that's uh, you got to be a next level.
3: You psychopath. Know, you got to be Next a psychopath. Level, yeah. And
0: then what was he doing? He was sending letters being like, I'm going
2: to rape you?
1: Um, it shows he, that
2: he's he had – he, he, he got his point across. He certainly obviously. did. Yeah. It
1: said that he um, had shopping lists that had his family's names in his day planner. And then the shopping list had items like eye masks, dog collars, chloroform. He also leased a car similar to the one driven by Spielberg's wife. I guess that after that, what's her name? Uh, my sister Sam. You remember that? That, oh, yeah. that was like one of the first ones. I remember
2: that. There's a yeah. There's a there's a a s- ugly ugly history of uh, stalking uh, celebrities.
0: <clears throat> what was the um the case that was uh, Jodie Foster? Yeah, had a really famous Hinkle. case, and no, then Hinkley, and then he went on to shoot the. Then he tried to shoot the Reagan. Shot right? Reagan,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Or he didn't shoot him, but he tried to. Oh no, he did shoot him. Did he? Yeah,
0: Reagan Reagan got, Reagan, got
2: Reagan got shot multiple times and lived through it. I thought yeah, that's um guy. His bodyguard did get hit, but oh, so did Brady.
1: Reagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he got shot also by uh, some lady that was Not part he- of like the Manson family. Oh yeah, Squeaky From right? Oh no, that was Gerald Ford. Yeah, no, that wasn't. But but Reagan, somebody else. Like, I'll look it up while you're talking. Yeah, But the. The shooter in that instance, he was
2: close to getting out or did get out, was deemed cured by his doctors, which usually never happens, especially you know shooting a sitting president. You, How
0: did they let him
2: out? They would let him out. I know that they got, some, they got some bad feedback, the doctors, because they would let him out and the public didn't know it. And then all of a sudden they found out he was getting weekends out unsupervised and he had to come <laughs> back. Wait, this would be decades this? later though. I mean we're talking – decades is he is he
0: still in jail now or is he uh,
2: um i th- he was close to getting out they said that like you know there he was completely cured
0: i feel like shooting a president that's like automatically you're done you would think you would
2: think but but why but why but then you would say shoot why is a president yes released in
3: 2016 lives with his mother
2: released full-time, in 2016, lives with his mother full-time. Wow!
1: One g- thank you, one forty-eight. <laughs> I couldn't get my iPad to work.
2: That's in, that's incredible.
0: I don't
1: think I have enough gigabytes. It,
2: I mean, I, it's a testament, I guess, to the doctors, right? I mean, because I mean, they don't want to be they don't want to be wrong. You would think, right? They have you know, to be pretty but confident. He's, he's,
0: he must be unrecognizable because if he was released in the eighties, for example, he
2: would have been. He wouldn't have made it on the streets. People, I right? yeah, would yeah, it? I think. I think those forty years have done a lot to change his looks. <laughs> Since right? when he he's got to be twenties, and now he's. A lot of 60s. Close to
1: 60 now. <clears throat> No longer considered a threat to himself or others. That's the thing, though, right? Yeah. That's what all this shit's about is like redemption. Like you go to prison, there are certain people that you're like, they should be locked up forever. You know, never let them out. Well, it depends on the crime. It flies right? in the face of redemption, though. Well, this ain't, isn't the, the idea oh, that anyone yes. can be redeemed. I'm not arguing for people to be let out or That's later, a European at
0: system. All. The European system, like, I don't think there's anything, there's no such thing as a life sentence. Like I was even watching like that documentary, the uh, disappearance of Maddie McCann. Did you Mm -hmm. watch that?
2: Yeah,
0: it was very interesting. But like even the parents who were suspected of murdering their daughter, they were like she was facing twenty five years in prison. Who was facing the mother? The mother. Like the parents were facing. They
2: had enough uh, evidence to bring her to trial. They thought at one
0: point they had enough. They thought they had enough evidence because they brought in a cadaver dog to go look through the property of the parents. That the dogs like make signals based on certain if they smell like a, yeah. like a corpse or something and they, they hit on different places in their apartment and in, the, in their car which they were going to use as lead evidence um, but there was a lot of things that were contradictory to that but I guess the point being is like she only faced 25 years for that for like potentially murdering her own daughter and that's like the European model is a lot different How long was that miniseries? Uh, how many episodes? It actually wasn't my favorite of all the uh, crime docuseries but I think it was like 8 to 10 maybe? Yeah I like think that. somewhere in
1: there What's your favorite one?
0: My favorite one, um it might have been The Staircase.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Killing me with this. So boring. Like I had to fight to get to the end because I'm like – it was funny though. Like uh, the idea behind The Staircase is that a lady who is um an exec at Nortel or something, mm-hmm. uh, some computer software place, is living with a guy who's a writer they're both like, I mean, he would look a little older, like 60s, like early 60s. Well, they were married. They're married. Yeah, they're married. She. Uh, they had kids. She lived in, Um, they, they lived in a really nice house. Uh, their two kids were not grown and a couple others were grown. Anyway, it's these like, you know, she had a daughter and he had two daughters and a son, I think. They come together Brady Bunch style. Uh, the lady ends up. Dead at the bottom of the staircase. They're like, we think he pushed
2: her. Oh, he was a, was he an Air Force? Um?
1: He was a military, military. guy. Yeah, yeah. And he, he, was was a, a he was into military guys, too. Yeah, he
2: said that um, she
1: fell, but it looks like he pushed her or something like that. Looks like he pushed Wasn't her.
2: Wasn't it all paint, like he covered her body in paint? No, or
1: paint. There was like no. He didn't wash the walls. Like he didn't wash anything. And he didn't wash it for years. Yeah, for years there was just blood on. Can you imagine your wife falls on the stairs, dies, and you're like, I'll get to it eventually. I know you're not handy, and neither am I. But that's like, I'd hire someone for that. that. Maybe
0: they weren't allowed to touch that area because, like, to go back for evidence or something.
1: Possibly. (laughs) I don't know. But the the amount of throughout the case of like. People who put him in jail, like experts, that later on were either not experts or they're like, Yeah, I lied. I just, I just lied. I made it uh, up. Yeah, L- like, fabricated just made evidence. stuff up.
0: But he had a lot of stuff that was like pointing, I mean. Yeah, he so, didn't have
2: like a computer history of like look trolling for dates. Looking yeah. for Navy SEALs and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, military But the, military the worst guys. The
0: thing that it was like the end of one episode where I was like, Yeah, he definitely did it. There was when he was in his early or mid 20s, his friend who was a woman who lived next to him in Germany when he was on a base died the exact same way and fell down the
1: stairs. Like the, they, the exact uh, same and she way. Was, <laughs> and, she, and he
0: was the last person to see her. So this guy has to have like the worst luck in the planet. Um, but there, I actually went and I saw live I went live to see the the lawyers from that in New York. They did a, they did something at the Gramercy Theater and I went. But now there's, uh, there's all these theories that she was actually attacked by an owl. And there's like some pretty good evidence for it. Yeah,
1: like scratched her head and she fell yeah. down the stairs.
0: Like really? talons, talons, and there there are real accounts of like owl attacks, and so there's a theory that she was attacked by an owl. She ran like furiously through the house and tried to go upstairs and fell backwards. But the if you look at her injuries, it, it does kind of look like uh, like an owl attacked her head, and then they found <laughs> years later, after all the trials, they found microfibers of owl feathers in her head. So it's not a bad theory, but they, they've never proved it. I would it. like
2: to know how many owl attacks there are in America per year. I think I more
0: than you think. Really? I, would, yeah. Yeah, I, would I don't really... think as many people die from them, but there are people who die uh, – who get uh, attacked by by owls, and they're vicious, dude. Yeah, they got A lot beaks. of them are vicious. It's not even the beaks. It's the talons. Oh, it's the talons. Oh, a God. lot of them, they're like they're – like, uh, it's like razor blades. They got like razor blades on the end of their little hands. They're not hands. What are they called? Feet? Claws. Claws challenge <laughs> <Talons? laughs> they're now known as little owl hands
1: <laughs> you want to know how many owl attacks per year in america or how many
0: people die from owl attacks a year well, i don't think attacks. there's any owl on humans attacks i would have to think it's, on
1: humans all it's right let's pretty see
0: oh man i i would guess like less than i'd say three thousand I'm going
2: to say way less than three thousand. Three
0: thousand a year? Are we talking
2: global? Three thousand. <laughs> three thousand.
1: It's
2: like Dude, they... like three three a day. I mean, literally ninety percent <laughs> of the owl attack <laughs> stories
1: are about that lady.
2: <laughs> three thousand. Three thousand. I'm not would, saying deaths. That would be like three like uh, like that would be like three hundred a day. <laughs> <laughs> Worldwide. Or, no, just I meant countrywide. Countrywide. In oh well, reduced. We don't know if there's hundred. owls all and in, in the rest of the
0: world. Are there? Three thousand a year? I mean, I'm talking about people like getting.
1: Okay, so the
0: number now. I hope it's close, so I don't feel silly.
1: Well, I hate to dash your hopes, young (laughs) Jiggy.
0: How many gigawatts Um, we got?
1: It's uh, not many. It's it appears that there are about two hundred animal attacks on humans per year in general in America.
0: That can't be right. Two hundred
1: total, and they're mostly farm animals. So there, yeah. there goes my three thousand. Usually, shit, and the owls. attacks are normally just the birds swooping down to try to scare away people. But normally, that would be normally it's violent dogs.
2: animal <laughs> on the face of the planet. If they had three thousand owl attacks,
1: yeah, they're outpacing <laughs> dogs. Like, like, well, like, yeah. like there's ten percent of the owls that there are dogs, but they're committing like ninety five percent of the. What year. do you think?
0: That, what do? You, how many people do you think get bitten by dogs a year? Do you think that's three thousand? Oh my god, I would think like to the point the where they numbers. have to go to the hospital.
2: Yeah, I think the numbers would be far. I feel like I've got the owls.
0: I got bitten by a dog and I had to get like a, a shot. Tetanus? I feel like that's what you have to get, right? When or, I was a kid, they
1: got uh, or, a rabies. Or rabies. Some lady went to India just recently and uh, – or I think it was India. No, Thailand. And she was like, oh, look at this little puppy playing with it. And like the puppy was like doing that like that puppies do. Puppy had rabies. Lady got rabies.
0: Like, I didn't know dogs can get rabies.
1: What? Yeah. Squirt that's yeah. like, hey, Steve, Steve Bielberg, I'm going to rape you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Are you
1: around? No. You need that Disney streaming rabbit, service. Go see Old Yeller or, or, or Cujo. I thought that you never thought heard of that
2: Cujo. Rabies were more from all, more small small game creatures like,
1: yeah. raccoons, like and raccoons and stuff. Well,
2: that's how a dog will get it. You know, a lot of hunting dogs could get rabies from from getting. Getting a raccoon out of the out of the yard or a muskrat. Yeah, like
1: in Cujo, a, a raccoon bit Cujo on the nose, and that's what gave him rabies. What's Cujo? It's that Stephen King oh my movie. God. I never saw oh, that. Well, I feel like I'm talking to Mary Beth. Like, <laughs> like I have to like give her a primer. It's like it's her first her day anybody. on Earth. Never saw that one. You never heard of that one. No. You never
3: heard of
1: Cujo? No. That's like the go-to when they're like, like if a dog's out of control, they're like, oh, look out for Cujo. Like that's like the the so bar. It's a ra-
0: that's a, it's an, a rabid it's a rabid dog.
1: It was a Cujo was a Saint Bernard. Who uh, who got bit by a raccoon on the or a bat rather a bat on the nose?
0: What year did this come out? Seventies, um, the novel, the movie, oh, Eighties,
1: yeah, probably eighties. 80, well, yeah, well, probably. Around what
0: there. was the Saint Bernard movie where it was a family dog?
1: Oh, um, there was a, oh it was. was man's uh, best friend?
0: Beethoven. Beethoven. Oh, be- oh, I thought
1: you were talking about horror movies. Oh, Beethoven. Oh yeah, there were a lot of Beethoven. Didn't that that kid die too? Right? Didn't the what? Beethoven actor die? Beethoven. I like the Beethoven movies growing up.
2: Um, got of yeah, they were a little bit. I would have been growing up at that point, so I was, uh, that was just a bit too juvenile for me. Even though I would see the Disney movies, I was I was seeing them more for the the artistic, um, heights.
0: Yeah, but did they, was
2: that a musical, Beethoven? Did they no, do any no, musical no. numbers in that? Or no, no, the dog Dancing sing? Dogs? Yeah, no, okay. No, yeah. I, I forget the plot of it. They did multiple, it. uh, films. They did a of bunch
0: that. of, they did a bunch of Beethovens, but I forget if, like, the dog was, like, human smart. dog couldn't talk. I just think it was, like, a, it was like a gifted dog, which sounds like a, quite a pivot from the other St. Bernard movie with the rabid St. Bernard of Kojo. You
2: know, speaking of dog movies, there's a, a much heralded acclaimed dog movie that's going to be coming out soon. Kevin Costner is the voice of the dog. I mean the commercials, they're paying so much money uh, pimping this uh, movie. It's, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's about a race car driver who owns a dog. And in the trailer, I mean it just makes you want to cry. Was it the one the dog comes back to life?
0: no no that one came out recently dogs like a dog's mission or dog's way
1: enzo the art of racing in the rain yeah that's it
2: yeah Yeah. oh my god it just like it's just like bashes you over the head with the uh like uh
1: like how
2: how it's gonna tug at your heartstrings
1: what was that other movie um marley and me yeah another one where they're just trying to make you feel sad did you see the youtuber who was mean to the dog
2: I saw the story, yeah. I didn't 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 watch the video, though. She spit on her dog or something like
1: that? Uh, Well, it's hard to see, and I don't think, if I were to guess, like, you know how sometimes dog training, they're like, go, like, blow air on their nose? Like, sometimes they'll tell you to do that, like, blow air on the dog's nose to get them to stop doing something. So I think that's what she did. But there's no mistaking that, like, if you look into her flat screen, she, like, gives them a little kick, which I'm sure people do to, like, nudge their dog away. Um, The screen was too small I couldn't see shit As far as like How much of a kick But If you're on YouTube And your only job Is to look like You love your dog More than anything Well is the dog part of Like a big part of her YouTube presence? Oh I think so I think it's the only part Really it's the, I,
2: Oh I, it's the dog Like without the dog she, she doesn't have a She doesn't
1: have nobody a, gives a fuck about her. followers Nobody gives a fuck Ooh, about was her Was she doing a live can... stream? Uh, no She uploaded wrong footage Cause she uh, recorded it okay. And I guess you know She cuts it together and then she uploaded the wrong file, which showed like the highlights, <laughs> the low lights, <laughs> the low lights for the dog, the highlights for everyone else. I feel like that's still pretty tough
0: to do to upload the wrong video. And then, I mean, most people look at the video they post like almost instantly to like scroll through it, make sure it's all there. I right. mean, she has to almost. It doesn't matter it to though. It there.
1: seems like if you put something up for like a second, someone's already screen capped it and going to use it against you.
0: Potentially, if she has a big following, yeah,
1: she did. Like
2: I think- if if your career is so tied to your dog, how mm-hmm. well do you treat that dog? Like, you want to make sure that dog nothing happens to that dog. This dog, dog looked and like he can- was a little
1: bit of a pain in the ass. <laughs> he was, like, doing that jumping around <laughs> shit. Like, I get it. You're like, I'm trying to make a movie, man. Like, come on, the dumb dog. But it's like, he's the star. You but can't was, yell at the star of the movie. She
2: was making a movie about her dog?
1: Well, no, I mean, not a movie, but, like, a video. Oh, okay. Like, he's like, I'm trying to do this video, and this dog won't stop messing around, but, like... That's the star of the video. I
2: mean, yeah, be like.
1: Can you imagine if directors could just like yell at and kick their stars? I'm
2: sure they did back in the day. Making movies in general is
0: extremely difficult. I can't even imagine making a movie like Homeward Bound. Do you remember that movie where it's like all animals?
2: That must be in an 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 era before
0: CGI. Well, actually, I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if you speak with people who like work on productions that are only animal focused. And then they have to work with people and which one would be harder.
1: Yeah. LAPD investigating YouTuber who appeared to abuse dog and video. Yikes. Um,
2: is, it, is it her career over on YouTube? I don't know. I don't even know. Who I heard, heard no, but I mean, like, do you think that you can rebound from that? Yes. 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 How? Because Michael I, Vick did it.
4: I, <laughs> unless she gets,
0: unless no, she didn't. gets taken her account taken down. The whole thing is like, once you have the people who follow your account, um, you can recover. I mean, unless people – like the people are going to unfollow most likely. But if she has a million people following her, I don't know how much she has. But, but didn't
2: – like, But like YouTubers like a lot like one misstep can destroy a YouTuber though.
0: It, well, it can. I mean she can, get, she can get banned from the service, which would be – then she would be definitely done. Uh, but if she's able to continue to make new content, like she can recover.
3: Oh, I don't
1: know. I guess though like you can bounce, but like – I mean not to make – too fine a pun but dog the bounty hunter <laughs> like he bounced back from some real ugly language he, uh, he got his show back he, yeah it was but never he as popular never, but-, but he
2: never regained the uh the popularity that he had before his his mm-hmm. incident
1: it's interesting though people are like uh she should be put in jail she should kill herself she's a blah 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 you're this you're that And this is a dog who, like, from what I saw, I mean, you shouldn't kick a dog, but from what I saw, it's not like she stomped it to death. There are people regularly in the newspaper who – babies, children, who get – who are murdered by their parents. People are not as outraged.
2: Uh, But something something like this, man, yeah, like animals. You want to hear a good dog story? Yes. Um, (laughs) It's my my favorite kind. (laughs) Um, Did you hear about the French bulldog that fell six stories from a New York building and lived? No. Yeah, um, he fell it's through— It's not him. that story. No, it is that story. Yeah, he, all, he had was, all he had was a couple little scratches. He fell through one of these, like, sports car roofs. Like, oh, it yeah? made, A sports car roof. It's not, it's not made out of metal. It's made out of, like— Like a, uh, like a canopy? Canvas. Like a canopy? Yeah, yeah it, it broke his fall, and he only had a couple scratch and uh, cuts on him. That's like what, fine. that's like
0: exactly what they do in every action movie. They always fall in those
2: canopies. <laughs> yeah, that's no right. No one ever, no this one is, ever falls on the ground. And this is like, a, uh, I like, so like I have a French bulldog. So when I saw this story, it was hard not to get emotional because you just think of, you know, I think of my dog, you know, fallen six stories. So it was really like, how do you, fall, how do you get
0: out there in the first place? Uh, he
2: got loose from his owner and she was, and, um, he just ran towards, uh, I guess the balcony or something, and there was no, and the gate wasn't closed, and he just jumped right off, not realizing that he was six stories in the air. I guess. I guess. Some dogs ain't, ain't the smartest bulbs. French bulldogs, I know, ain't that smart. I have one, they're adorable, <laughs> but they're not that smart. And uh, he probably didn't realize he was six stories in the air, and he fell. I don't know how many, I don't know how long it would take to fall six stories.
1: Probably pretty fast.
0: Yeah. I like it, bet you once
1: he was over, it's like, because <laughs> like.
0: I feel like dogs in general have a good sense of danger. Like they kind of know. Yeah. Um, and then they, they, they know like their boundaries. You know, if you put a dog on a boat or a dog, like when there's like a, usually with like a balcony type setting, they know the boundaries. Man, not this, this time, time. Not this time. Not this
2: time no, but they, you know, what was he running from? That's what we need it's to Just because they just get. Overexcited, And they just are like they just are like they get a little bit of freedom and they're like, you know, they're just happy. They just I'm probably he was probably running with like smiling like French bulldogs do. They can smile.
1: They got all that energy too.
2: And he just probably just sailed and was like thinking that you know it's just gonna be like a little step or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, like I mean but you know, great ending though.
0: Well, luckily it was in New York. If that was any other city, you probably wouldn't have yeah. that bodega downstairs uh catch the fall or cafe, whatever it was. It was a car.
1: It was like oh, the canvas was, top it, it of the car.
2: It was actually a car. Yeah, it was I thought you meant it was a like car. a...
0: Car. I thought it was like a canvas... No, it was I actually it was like, a sports car. It was like a... Oh. I thought you meant it was like an overhang.
2: Yeah, I don't... Yeah, no, but it doesn't change the uh, the feel-good No, it does. that, does feel that good. story, right? Yeah. Except
0: for the guy whose Corvette got destroyed. <laughs> He's
1: not feeling good. I would feel all right, though. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. If the dog didn't die. I have enough for a Corvette. I have enough for a new top, Yeah, and
3: probably. plus,
2: you know, like, you know, you... The fact you parked there saved that dog's life. I mean, it makes up for probably the $10,000 damage.
1: And anything you say, you're like, there's literally nothing I can say aside from like, I'm so glad my car was there. That will not result you looking like an <laughs> asshole. If yeah. you're like, it's going to be expensive. People are like, you should die with the YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: that's what you got insurance for. I'm sure he had plenty of insurance on that car. Yeah.
1: yeah. Big deal. Big deal. I saw you want to hear another feel good dog video. Uh, I, I saw one. It was in another country. I, I don't. It looked like India, maybe. And there's a guy walking with two dogs, and another guy, for whatever reason, tries to kick one of the dogs, and the dog seems to take this very personally, pulls his leash out of this guy's hand. Now this is in a street where like there's just people walking randomly everywhere. There's cows in the street, all that kind of shit. It's fr- it's a frantic. Yeah, it looks like. Remember, like on the old Sesame Streets, so they're like before traffic lights, and it just had like yeah. all the cars crossing <laughs> and shit. Uh, it was, it's pretty much like that. And this dog is like, all right, it breaks away on the leash and attacks the dude. And then the other dog's like, oh, all right, this is what we're doing. He breaks away. So now two dogs are attacking this one guy who tried to kick the dog and missed, incidentally, <laughs> and just gets torn up. It's awesome.
0: Instant redemption.
1: Instant karma, baby.
2: Well, I'm and sure instant that, regret. But I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure there's. A, do you
1: know how the fate of those dogs after they did it, though? Dude, the fate of women in this country probably is not that great. I don't think they're thinking about the dogs at all. Yeah, like, they're I not punishing the th- dogs.
2: Oh, uh, you don't think those dogs were put to death though for
1: that? I don't think so. It didn't look like that type of country. It looked like the type of country that it's they like, just hey, walk by you're and are like, to, uh, "If you try <laughs> to kick my dog and he attacks you, hey." What do you think was going to happen, you fucking idiot? I don't think they do that in India, but I think they do that in China. Like, legit, they, like, eat dogs in China, for real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have that festival that Gervais talks about. I don't want to talk about animal yeah. abuse. Let's talk, let's talk about something. Let's talk about Harry's. Shave. Right? Yeah, shave and jiggy. Let's get off this dog stuff. You know what Harry's is? I mean, Christ, you know what Cujo was. Let me tell you what <laughs> Harry's is. <laughs> Harry's is uh, the premier... Uh shaving company right now. In your own words, tell your listeners about your travel plans for the summer. And how you won't forget your Harry's razor. Well, I thought you were going to Grand Canyon this year. Did that? Yeah, I fell through. My,
2: oh, yeah? My, my family's going uh, away without me next week. They're going on a cruise, all-girl cruise. What? What kind we're, of cruise? We're, we're, we're cru- yeah, we're All girl- where are you cruising? All-girl... Where are you cruising? Uh, they're going to three places, nine days.
1: Nine-day cruise, yeah. three places, all just, but it's not all girls on the boat. It's all gals that are going together. Yeah, like
2: the, Like their my wife's mother is going. Her sister is going. Uh, some of her grandkids are going. So it's an all girl
1: trip. Right. And does it leave from?
2: Uh, New York oh, okay. oh, wow. or Baltimore. Baltimore.
1: So yeah, they'll, they'll just drive down. Yeah. Well, you're, Debbie won't fly. she, doesn't she like to fly. Either. But she no, would, she, like if would, pressed. I don't know. What about the girls? Do they care about flying? Or they, they would go. There we go. They
2: would fly. They're not scared. It's close enough, though. Yeah.
1: no big deal. Wow. So you got a? Is it themed? Is it like an IJ cruise or a Kiss no, cruise it's not or one? Themed. No, it's, just it's uh, just go a couple islands and then come back. Nine days, dude. If we don't hang out. At least one of those nine days. <laughs> Fuck you, then. Now that I know he doesn't have any home shit to do, we better go well, see got, a movie I take or something. My dogs,
2: though, and I'm starting to feel the pressure right now. I'm like, I know something's gonna go wrong. Uh, I know something's gonna go wrong, and like the dog the dogs is gonna have a swollen pad or something, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna be on the hook. You know, like right. it's like I got to man up. Literally, I got to man up with all with everybody gone. I'm the only one there now. Do you feel the the, worst. Do you feel that pressure of, Yeah. like being the only uh, only one around? Oh yeah, because my wife takes care of everything. So now, like i like, I would like if something happens, like I'm on. It's my watch now.
1: Well, I mean, if she does, you're married 25 years. If she's been doing everything for 25 years, the expectation of you should be almost nothing. <laughs> like they should be like, I'm happy he can get himself dressed I because we even, do everything yeah. else for him.
2: I can't even call her to be like, what should I do? Because she won't have cell service. Oh yeah, and in a lot of the, at a lot of times at sea, she won't have cell service. But I tell her every time right. you get cell service, call me so I can you know in case something's
1: going on. <laughs> I know on. what to do next.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like she should
2: consider boarding all
0: of you. <laughs> <laughs> at least I know the dogs and Walter are safe, yeah, and being fed I mean,
2: and taken care of. My mom has offered to come and stay, but I was like, no, that's crazy. I don't need my mom to come and stay, because, you know, But I mean, if
3: you're available. I mean,
1: I mean, if you wanted to, I guess, that wouldn't be You can stop deal. in every day, but you don't have to sleep here. Here are the best times. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, Harry's we were Harry's, talking yes. about. Yeah, they deliver high-quality, travel-friendly shave supplies at a great low price. Just $2 a blade, Jiggy. I can see you got a little shadow going yeah, on there.
2: I actually
0: have a Harry's anecdote. My barber in New York City worked at the original Harry's. Oh yeah, in New York, he's a great barber, and I think it started as a as a uh, high end barber shop in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And uh, they expanded to products, which are all great.
1: And then he was like, "I need some blades to keep uh, to keep this Harry's legacy going." Ten million people have tried Harry's
2: razor blades, like um, toner and copier uh, ink. Biggest rip offs. In American history, I believe. Oh yeah. The, the razor blades and toner. Toner, like your 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 ink, copier ink. Right.
1: The most overpriced. What's a copier?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more
1: about this, Kojo. <laughs>
2: but I believe they are the most overpriced market in the history of American commerce. <laughs> I'm not kidding around. You're right. Like, oh. I
1: mean I think they sell printers at a loss just to sell the ink. The ink. Yes. And, I've heard, and I, I'll bet I, I you the I handles are the good. same deal.
2: Ink is more a razor. expensive per per gallon than blood, than human blood. I I would believe that. Why are we about
0: hijacking not hijacking? Yeah, ink. Yeah, that's true. yeah. Well it's like isn't it like I'm not <laughs> asking you to believe it. It's a fact. <laughs> it's it's it's, it's isn't it like twenty, thirty dollars a cartridge?
2: Yeah. So and then and then but for so long until Harry's came along. The razor blade industry thought they could, you know, rip us off the same way the toner industry. What's
1: somebody going to do, offer one cheaper? (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Right? And then Harry came along. Harry came along. These are delivered blades, right? Uh, They could be delivered. They could be delivered or you could get them at Target, I believe. But it makes more sense to get them online. I'll tell you why. Because you can use our code. You can use our code. They have vibrating heads, heated blades, handles that look like a prop in a sci-fi movie. All right, let's not get carried away, Harry's. Uh, quality durable blades at a fair price, just two bucks a blade. They own a world-class blade factory in Germany. So they're doing the old like, um, industrialist thing where Harry's is like, Hey, I'm going to own the factory where they're making the steel and then turn it into the blades and then I'll sell the blades. Like probably owns the trains that bring the
3: ore (laughs) and all that shit.
1: Yeah. He's like a modern day, uh, Andrew Mellon. It's over. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah you can you had you had your time ripping us off but no longer mm-hmm. you they can put, shave. They used to
0: put the razors under lock and key like whenever you yeah, go to right? you know <laughs> I mean, if you like go to a walgreens i would always be like why are they locking up like some things and razors would always be razors are always locked up but then there's a similac so
2: it's locked up too. In a
0: lot of places but they would even lock up <laughs> like toothpaste sometimes like you like who's trying to rob the
1: toothpaste somebody Somebody. That's why they did it. <laughs> but then Somebody's. there's like
0: thousands of items that are
2: non-locked. But then razors always well, razors, I guess, because they were so expensive and so overpriced. You know, you could you could afford to lose a pack of gum, but at the cost, You know these.
1: Yeah, these things
2: thirsty are- um, razor companies were charging. You couldn't afford to lose it if you were a store owner. You know.
0: And then you're, uh, and they just got to extreme measures. We're like, screw it. We're locking them up. We're locking them
1: down. Enough's locking enough.
0: Them down. Enough is enough.
1: Right. Okay. So there's a 100% quality guarantee, Jiggy. If you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. So this summer, refresh your wallet and your face with Harry's Trial Set. It comes with weighted ergonomic, weighted ergonomic handle for an easy grip, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade for close shave, rich lathering shave gel that will leave you smelling great, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy on the go. So I'm not sure. I guess you'll have to find out. I think it's very inexpensive. It's like two bucks or something. It's really cheap. It doesn't say is say here. there a code? There is. You can get your trial set at harrys.com slash TESD. So make sure you go to harrys.com slash TESD to redeem your offer and let them know that we sent you to help support the show. Well, I guess you kind of tell them that with the code though, right? So you don't have to directly talk to anyone if you don't want to. That's Harry's baby. You going anywhere this summer, Jiggy?
0: Uh, I leave for Europe on Sunday.
1: Europe on Sunday? I go once a year. You're doing a European tour?
0: I wouldn't call it quite a tour, but I'm doing a show in London. I do uh, one show, at least one show a year in London. It's always around my birthday. So I I head there for a show on August 24th uh, in London um, at the Star of Kings, which is right near King's Cross in, in, I think, pretty central London. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, looking forward to that, and the the people over there are great. I know you guys have a lot of British listeners, and they're they're a, they're a fun crew. All
1: and right with, they, they like to they like to party. They do like
0: those to party, Brits, and they 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 drink in a way they love uh, they love Jager Jager bombs, uh-huh. which is a throwback, and
1: Sambuca. Sambuca. And Sambuca. A little buca.
0: They go buca with it, which yeah. I you I, I don't see that here, so I appreciate them bringing the bucs.
1: They also bring piss in the streets. I noticed there's like <laughs> basically outdoor urinals where guys uh-huh. are like. It would be as if somebody were pissing in a trough in on, on Broad Street. Like that's how open it is, right? Wouldn't you say?
0: They're just uh, it's a, they're they're very polite though. I, I find the British people to be very polite in general. But mm-hmm. they're 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 fun to go out with. But very polite. Like even I went to a, a pub and I was standing out. You can stand outside and drink there, which is cool. And there was a homeless guy who came up to me and he was like. Uh, excuse me, do you have 10P? And I didn't have any change or anything. I was like, no, sorry. I just had
1: one. It's going down the gutter.
0: (laughs) But he was like, imagine this happening in New York. He looked at me and he goes, no, I'm sorry for bothering you. (laughs) <laughs> and then I was like, this,
2: this next level of politeness. You what want to get you, that at Penn Station? <laughs> what else are you doing while you're over in
0: Europe? Um, doing uh, – going to Italy for a few days, uh, northern Italy, like Milan and uh, Venice. I've never been to northern Vacation? Italy.
2: Vacation or at work? Yeah,
0: just just touring around. Oh, yeah. And then uh, going to Berlin for a few days and then uh, London for the show. Did you, Are you going to go see Stonehenge? No. Stonehenge is kind of far. It's not really close to London. It's like it's kind of a trek. It's oh, okay. northern it's northern England. Great. I would go, but Kiss yeah. the
1: Blarney Stone? You going to Ireland? it is. Oh, no.
0: You going to go see the Vatican? No. No. I already, I went to the Vatican, but that's in Rome. We're oh, going okay. to like it's like Venice.
2: Is that where all, where it's all uh, water? It's like the water, the water city, city yeah. yeah. And then um
0: I heard Lake Como is supposed to be beautiful. It's packed. Packed with people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to the that. The canals or
1: the city in general? Both. Yeah.
0: Right? I'm, I'm going to be there for two nights. I heard it's just like extremely busy in the summertime, which is not usually my speed, but uh, it's supposed to be so beautiful that hopefully – Are you going to uh,
2: go on one of those on the, on the little – Like canals? the gondola?
0: gondola? little
1: romantic gondola ride? You're
0: ringing your yeah. woman? I'm going to go – I think I'm going to try a
2: romantic gondola ride.
0: Nice. But I, I heard it's like – <laughs> Would you, you feel see-
2: awkward because there was somebody like like – paddling you through what? this?
1: Yeah, like would you catch a BJ while he was
2: paddling? <laughs>
0: Listen, this is totally normal in New York. Go with it. Go
3: with
2: it. Um,
0: well, I, I, have you seen those um, pictures of like what places – how they pitch you on a place and then what it actually is. There's a couple of like interesting articles like that online now, but Venice is always one of them is like, you picture yourself like on this river and it's like you and a gondola and it's like sun setting. But right. in reality there's like, it's like a high, like a traffic jam highway. In gondolas. <laughs> and, like You can reach out and you're touching some guy from like Cincinnati and there's like people everywhere, you know, and uh, there's rats everywhere and everything else. So. rats there in Venice. Absolutely. I mean, that's all what, that water and shit. Water rats. I mean, be. have you seen Indiana Jones loaded
2: with water? I just feel like.
0: Uh,
1: exploding <laughs> with water.
0: I just feel like, yeah, with, with all that water and heat, there's got to be tons of rats. I, I think it's. But like, you don't that. know that, though, right? I don't. Just from Indiana Jones. Okay.
1: The way you explain it, though, like, there was a time when uh, I had a real wanderlust, right? I wanted to go everywhere. As you get older, like, I'm hearing that. They're like, oh, it's crowded. It's hot as hell and there's rats everywhere. I'm like, who the fuck would want to go there? I mean, this isn't what the
0: tourism board tells us. Yeah, I was going to say. Come to our rat-infested waters.
1: Yeah, there's plenty of places. Two nights, though.
0: Just two nights. And then, like, there's a – I'm going to uh, Portofino, which is supposed to be, like, a little more quaint. And then Lake Como, which is supposed to be pretty chill. Overall, it's a pretty chill uh, beginning part of the trip. How many days are you in New York? Two weeks total.
2: Two weeks, and then I think four or five days in uh, in London. So you won't be around either. So even if I like, I got I just got your your phone details. I couldn't even reach out to you. Like, if I can't get a hold of my wife, you're going to be gone too. Oh, you're at uh, this. I was good, gonna... man. You're, everyone around you
0: might there. as well delete it.
3: <laughs>
0: He's going into
2: his notes right now. I can't. I can't call Jiggy about this.
1: He's on. He's in Venice. He's your
2: romantic gondola. Yeah, imagine that.
1: Enjoy the of watching you and paddling.
0: I'm going to get a text. It's going to cost me fifteen dollars text back. There's something wrong with my dog, Jiggy. Are
2: you there? No one can reach me. <laughs> it's a 911.
0: <9-1-1. laughs> uh, there's something wrong with his, what do you call him? His, his hand, his paw, his little paws messed up.
2: What his do I pad, do? I, I think, think it was an owl attack. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's on a cruise. The paw's injured. Didn't Brian say that he, was, he expected at least one night that you, he was home too? You could call him? I was like, yeah, but.
1: Yeah, but if I call him with this whole dog <laughs> issue, then he's going to be like, oh, let's hang out. Like we haven't hung out enough in the past 45 years. <laughs> uh, what else do we got? What else do we got? This may be a first. We're back with an advertiser that was uh, banned. We banned an advertiser. Just for a moment. Walt led the, uh, led the band, the boycott of Blue Chew. Due to some legit concerns, I'd say.
5: Yeah, I bought it. I bought what he was selling.
1: Looked into it. Yeah. I did. Consulted my urologist and another doctor who we're going to talk to in a minute. And they both said that this is kind of common. The online come and see you and prescribe stuff.
5: Do you think it's because it's such a low pressure low stakes drug that they're like who gives a shit
1: unless you're on heart medication yeah i guess so right
5: we but is it, they're gonna accept us back
1: they're accepting us back who who made
5: that call the
1: ad guy i guess we have an ad guy well uh, our, we have our uh,
2: we, we lost our, our ad guy yeah. we lost our ad guy from not because of blue but because of the audible ad recently so now we're
5: I thought we were excommunicated. Yeah, but so I—I like, don't know. We got There's thrown a off a this podcast of- network. The mm-hmm. fucking the, 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 the,
2: the, our,
5: our ad guy. Leaves us. Really? Yeah, We've been going for pariah. ten years. We should be at the top of our game. We're getting outcast. We
1: should be excommunicating people. We should be shunning motherfuckers.
5: I see it, Kevin in LA. Can't even make eye contact with me. <laughs> He's
1: like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, "I'm sorry." Okay, I'm sorry.
5: He's like, "I don't buy you." I didn't want to do it. Did you just call their doctor and he accepted you? They accepted you back. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: Now you 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 called me and you're like I'm going to have a real doctor call in or come to the come to the stash and assure you that this is all on the up and up and that there's nothing fishy, there's nothing shady about Blue Chew and the the way that they handle uh, people getting and acquiring the Blue Chew. Now I'm asking: Is the doctor that that we are going to talk to is he on the Blue Chew payroll? Uh, I, don't, don't? I don't think so. It, it's, it's
1: Mary Beth's dad. Oh, she, he's a doctor. Uh, kind of doctor? Uh, general practitioner, right? He's a general practitioner. Soul he wor- bones? And he works in, a, yes. And he also works in the psychiatric department somewhere or other. So like
2: general practice, meaning that like if you had like um, the flu, he, you could go to him and you're lo- as a local doctor. It's like he's that I well, have the the flu. old fashioned, like a Marcus Welby. Exactly. This is the Marcus Welby of. He's of the Marcus Welby of that practices. town. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Wholesome. They
1: call him Doc, so oh, that says a lot.
2: That, that's that's endearing. One right. of those guys that like gave birth to half the people in the uh, the town already, or delivered to half the people in the them, town. right.
1: Yeah. yeah, I don't think he's had any kids no. himself. But yeah, so we're gonna call up Marybeth's dad and talk about erections. Question. And the do safety.
5: You, Walt, do you ever? I know this might be a difficult question for answer and i imagine you may want to pass but do you ever you ever watch porn online or no you're just no no, no. okay because no. i do okay and that's <laughs> that does that does that mean it got you in the you trouble once no right? but i have been seeing on like pornhub blue chew ads so um, now but that means like we're in the same we're in with pornographers in the, in
2: the same mix as like
5: yeah um,
1: as Pornhub, yeah, I'm sure that's the like... I'm sure that's the correlation most people will immediately make.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's not <laughs> like they're giving us that much moolah either, though, Cheek. So that, that we're
1: uh, yes, they they just they just did. Backwards. Dude, you they, cannot... they just they just signed for six more months. So yeah, they are. <laughs>
5: I, I sold my soul fucking seven years ago. I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, you're looking in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, don't look at me. This fucking black irises of mine or just go straight to hell. There's, there's no soul left. About the time I did my first fucking... Subway commercial is when, is when that shit <laughs> tied off. I like the club sub. Yeah. You and Jared
3: walking down the street, <laughs> big friends
2: ear to ear. Yeah,
5: what are you going to do? That, this was post is bad news too, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I was like, how much are they paying? I mean, I guess. He's so,
1: he somehow still a Yeah, They
5: didn't so prove much. it yet. They didn't prove it yet, right? I mean, well, innocent until proven guilty <laughs> in the United States. So. What was the other one? Cheerios? Cheerios? No, we did, uh, We do well, True's very tricky. They don't do, com- if we did commercials, like real commercials, I wouldn't even fucking have to work anymore. What they do is integrations, where they pay True <laughs> TV for their talent to be like, I love a Subway sub! And then they, like, fucking flick me a shiny nickel, and I go about my way, but it's in my contract that I have to do them. Okay. So. All right,
2: so l- let's talk to the doc.
1: All right. We'll see if he watches Porn. Online, and if he saw the blue chew ass If he's anything like his daughter, he does, right? Oh, you better believe it.
5: Yeah. Oh, wait a second. Look at her. <laughs> you people
1: don't have ad blockers? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Hey, Joe? Yes. Hey, it's Brian. I'm here with uh, Q and Walt and Giddem, who I don't think you know Giddem. Uh, I don't think I he guess. knows. Hey, Doc. Here? Well, yeah, he's he's watched comic book, oh, man. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. Hello, Doctor.
1: Yeah, that's Walt. Walt uh, Walt had some concerns that I told him you could uh alleviate That you could alleviate, yeah. So All right. so Walt your concerns were the uh prescription of this medication by a uh by an online consultation.
2: Yeah, how thorough is it and how often do you would they be turned down and how how accurate or you know is it enough just to call in and be like Hey, um, uh, this is my medical history, and then they just take it your word for it.
4: Well, I mean, if people are gonna lie about their medical history, they'll lie to people in person, whether they're online or not. So I don't think that that matters. You know, the difference between actually seeing someone and seeing them through either Facebook or, or I mean, a a video conference, which which is actually done pretty commonly now. I'm not involved with any of that, but I know a lot of my patients. Of course not. (laughs) They'll talk to nurses uh, uh, online or through their phone and and are often prescribed medicines. As far as this group of medicines, they're they're very safe in the right group. The only people that really can't take them are people that um, have a bad enough heart that they can't engage in sex or if they're on like a nitroglycerin product. Because this these drugs uh, vasodilate, dilate. That's how they work. They increase the blood flow. So nitroglycerin does the same thing. And so if someone's already on nitro, and they take one of these, then their blood pressure can drop too low, and that's a, that's a danger. So it's contraindicated with nitroglycerin. Um, but as far as phone consultations or um, video consultations. Uh, I'm not a big fan of it, but it's becoming much more common, and it's pretty much going to become standard for minor problems. And I think this group of medicines has been done online for a very long period of time. Um, They are quite safe meds um, in, in the right person. And the people, if you wonder if you're well enough to be able to engage in sex, the rule of thumb is if they can walk two flights of steps, without stopping to rest and they're probably safe to engage in sex. Shit. Yeah, if it's only three or four steps, that probably doesn't count. Uh, How how big are these steps? (laughs) And are they going up or down? Yeah. going up. And do you count escalators as steps? (laughs) What about in the pool? Yeah, I don't think escalator
1: would do it. All right, Walt, so anything else you want to ask?
2: I mean, if, if, if... we have so this is now the official t- TSD doctor, you now?
1: I think so, yeah. Okay. TSD physician. <laughs> so, mm-hmm.
2: like, yeah. I mean, if any any concerns, we we can just like if future can, concerns pop asking. up, we I'm, can I'm we can a refer.
4: Twenty six years of family medicine practice. In the last four years, I've worked urgent cares. Um, but I'm an osteopath. About ten percent of the docs in the country are osteopaths, so I'm trained in manipulation too. Um, oh, I've like me. a medical school and and I've worked at a state mental hospital for thirty years. So I, I have a lot of different experiences. I was also a deputy coroner for ten years. So Whoa. I have a lot of experience in, in a variety of fields. Uh, I also was a nursing home medical director for twenty years, and I was a was a student health center physician for twenty five years. And right now, I work at uh, at a uh, urgent care that's uh, student health.
1: He must have not heard the part where he already got the job of a <laughs> Dave Town Physician.
2: And how often do, do you prescribe Blue Chew? <laughs> or, I mean, I don't or think... Or Viagra.
4: You... It's, what? I it's a fancy said way I'm
2: How often do you treat people who have a need for these types of enhancing well, not, drugs? Or
4: Not much anymore uh, because all my patients pretty much. Well, first of all, we, we don't use this type of meds in the mental hospital. Because <laughs> we are discouraging sex in a mental hospital, salt Um Let's See
1: what happened. And
4: pray. in the student health population, you know, I'm, I'm treating 18 to 22 year olds, and they don't generally have ED problems. Although some, me neither, <laughs> drug for uh, for premature ejaculation. actually No such prevent thing. That, but what it does, it makes them ready for round two quicker. Gotcha. The, the refractory time where they can't. Get an erection after ejaculating actually shortens that, so that people are able to go around two.
1: Uh,
2: uh, we don't need to get that graphic. Yeah, I think we should get more graphic. <laughs> there, if you have any questions?
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, <laughs> but I did prescribe a lot of them. And, and you know, usually when a new drug came out in a, a new class, I wouldn't. I would try not to write it for six months. But I had no choice with this drug. The patients would have left me as their doctor if I didn't write it for them.
1: People love it, man. It's the crack of boners. Right. Yep. Right.
4: Letting
1: uh, let the pencil. Letting <laughs> the pencil. Letting we'll right. the pencil, Walt. All
2: right. All right. So I guess we're Blue Chew men
1: again. We're back on the Blue Chew train. All
5: right. Who do I talk to? Blue Chew. <laughs> chew, chew. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you,
4: um, you know, be good for, n- a-
5: for a Blue Chew commercial. I'll call. And do the online
4: No do the thing. online thing. Yeah. Right.
1: That'll be the next one. All right, we're back on the Blue Chew train. Thank you, Joe. All right.
5: Thanks, Doc. Nice. Thank you, Doc. Lucy. Thank you, Doctor. Go-
1: you want to say goodbye to your dad, Mary Beth?
3: Bye,
1: Daddy. <laughs> Take it Bye, easy.
5: Seems like a real nice, yeah. nice guy you
1: Do
2: we have a, any kind of code to give out? For, we do. A legitimate well, ad for, blue well, G- this just, is a legitimate Blue Chew just took us back.
1: Yeah. So what? Blue Chew, B-L-U-E-T-C-H-E-W.com. That's, that's blue like the color blue. They bring you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them any time, day or night, on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast. Uh, Q: Earlier, you said uh, I tried Blue Chew the other night, and I'll just say this: Wow, my partner agreed. And then I said to you, when I tried Blue Chew, I really noticed something extra. Remember, we had that conversation. Yeah, we talked about that at dinner. Yeah. Uh, so now this isn't just for guys who can not perform; it's for any guy who wants extra function, right? Get them. Yeah. You it wanna... cuts down that refractory period. Mm-hmm. You heard. You heard the doc. How I old did. do you like? Twenty, twenty-one, right now. Uh, so Forty-two. You should be bouncing back pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, it's prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doc- in doctor's visit, waiting in the pharmacy, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, not one of these other countries that's in some kind of upheaval. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And right now we got a special deal. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our pomo- promo code, T-E-S-D. You're just going to pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code T E S D to try it free. It's the better, cheaper, faster choice. Ooh, and they thank us. Wait, oh, we're supposed to thank them. Oh, we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah. How, how good could Blue Chew feel about that? Like well, they we th- ought to suck their dicks. They're together, putting it down on I the assume- paper. Yeah, you know what? Thank you, Blue Chew. <laughs> 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 oh, so Jiggy, do you want to? Do have dates that you wanted to? Uh...
2: Well, why are you do you want to talk about why you're in town today? Oh, yeah. Or is it be oh, it, yeah. it, it, since it's
0: no? I mean, uh, well, I'm I'm in town. i I'm a, a film I produced last year is being screened uh, for the Mammoth Film Festival here in Red Bank. So, um, is it Mammoth or Mammoth? I, I could be totally butchering it. I think probably Mammoth. Mammoth, yeah. Monmouth, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a great little festival. So we're screening it today. First time it's been screened in New York or New Jersey. But uh, true indie movie. We crowdfunded all the. Um, the funds for it and uh, yeah we're really proud what's of it what's the name of the movie it's called uh, The Primrose it's a it's a coming of age dramedy that we uh, I co-wrote and helped direct produced and uh, yeah it's a great That's little film exciting huh so we're hopefully what's it uh, rated PG-13 or, uh, it
1: would have been like a PG-13 I think it would be a type. PG-13 a
0: lot so, of F-bombs
1: in it so no nipples no, no nips I would, I, would
2: mine. I would have bet the, my life that you would have made an R-rated movie I don't know why well, I don't would... know why. I I, I apologize because
1: I would. You strike just... me as a dirty boy. <laughs>
2: no, I I, just, I don't know why, but I like that's the wrong of me to just make that kind of assumption that, you know, that you would make. I'm like I'm impressed that you would go with PG-13.
0: I think it would be, unless I'm underestimating the amount of f-bombs in the movie. If it got an R rating, it would be strictly for language, but not. Oh for wait a minute! Content. Oh, you haven't
2: submitted it to the M. Um... PA
0: or no, this yeah. is
1: just his. Like he's guessing. What oh, it would be. yeah I'm just oh, okay.
2: guessing. Yeah. But the, oh, you do have. Oh, so you have.
0: Okay, yeah, so but you, I'm not sure. I think that if it was rated, if it got an R rating, it would be strictly for language, not for
1: content. But, a lot uh, of f bombs. Well, how old is the cast? Like, how old are these characters?
0: It's a, it's a college, it's a college movie. So,
2: you know, there, there's, there's some language, but well, who are some of your influencers as a, a filmmaker, a producer?
0: God, you know, that's tough. I, when it comes to movies, I've always I, I love watching movies with uh, that have great character arcs, and that's that's I found that's very difficult to do. I mean, honestly, like a lot of this movie, I spent like producing it, so it was like location scouting and. And casting and just, like, getting all the behind-the-camera stuff, which is way harder than I thought it was. I mean, honestly, one of the hardest challenges was, like, feeding people every day. I was like, <laughs> how the hell am I going to feed this entire cast every single day? And I, So I learned a lot on it.
1: Yeah, Jiggy um, wears a lot of hats, man. Yeah. Yeah, comedian. He's he's out there crafty. <laughs> he, he, he's producing shit. Look yeah, at you. Tough, yeah. are you are
2: going to submit to a whole bunch of festivals you hope to get it into the circuit yeah so
0: we're uh, we submitted to about 60 festivals we've got into five Um, you know they're smaller end on the festival scale but when uh, the goal is hopefully to get it at the end of that um, you know about a year get it onto like a streaming service maybe like an Amazon or something like that uh, so more people can see it But if if people hit me up on uh, social media, my social media is at Jiggy Comedy, like getting Jiggy way to Jiggy Comedy, and I've been sending out the film through private links just so people can check it out. I want people to see it. Um, So if you hit me up, I'll send you a, a link of it.
2: Oh wow! That's yeah, awesome. there we go. they'll
0: nice
1: give you something to do over those nine yeah. days. I don't have a streaming service, so I, I
5: definitely... you, have the, you have the
2: Jiggy this streaming is, service. This, this is, welcome. is welcome. You got anything else that you can send me? Like after <laughs> I if <after laughs> I watch that, or you got
0: anything? Yeah. I'm now
2: now I'm concerned about
0: your internet connection. You've been like, Jiggy. The movie is yeah. good. It was, it was, all those pauses were really interesting. I
1: yeah, why does your, your movie reason. buffer so much?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's this buffering character? I love this effect. This buffering <laughs> effect. <laughs> it's it's beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, you use it a lot, but it really gave me time to stop and reflect <laughs> um and then uh, uh for london there we still have a few tickets for the london show so if people uh if you're listening from the uk I would, I would love to see some ants out at the uk show um you can find tickets at jiggycomedy.com. so j-i-g-g-y comedy.com and then there's a link london show right on there and like i said we got a few tickets left um uh, but it's always a lot of fun it's my birthday that night so we do karaoke i do a full stand-up performance um and it's – it's a, really, it's a full night. It's a lot of fun. And then we go to Nando's, which is a UK chicken so it's a chicken place. People yeah. love it. I love Nando's. It's like my, it's my like favorite place. It's like Chick-fil-A
1: here, don't you? Wouldn't you say like yeah, – maybe I, even more so.
0: More – almost like a Chipotle. Like they're that ubiquitous in London. They're everywhere. Um, and so since I've been doing these shows the last three or four years in the UK, I take everyone who comes to the show and we do a um, – a Nando's meetup the next day after the show, which is uh always a lot of fun. So if you want to come to that it's, uh, jiggycomedy.com and there's a, a link for
2: London show right there. Forgive me if I asked this the first time you're on. But you can I
1: have your passwords? <laughs> what is your Netflix password?
2: <laughs> but uh what type of but what type of comedy do you? Is it topical? Is it political? I
1: can't What I, the hell? Who's making that noise? Is that you get him? You making that noise? Over and over again. He is. I can hear him. He, he's like, he's got some computer noise going over and over again. Please turn it down get him. Please. <laughs>
0: um, my, my up is mostly observational. It's a lot of storytelling. I don't, yeah. I, I don't dip into any of the political, political stuff and, uh, I'm pretty clean and, uh, but yeah, mostly observational humor. And I, in the, in the London show, I almost do like a little bit of a vari- variety show. So I bring in some like video elements and, uh, and i i have crowd participation and we do sing along stuff it's like it's it's definitely more variety style more than i do in the us and uh i try to make it more of like a one off event every year
2: how often does it t- how long does it take you to craft a show like like you work in new, like materials how long does it take you to make a full comedy show like like like, like talking about the show or just show? His act like your act yeah like your stand up act how long do you so you cultivate that like how long does it take to come up with like how long do you go out for an hour uh, yeah, I mean, when I'm
0: headlining, I do an hour. I mean, w- the way I describe it, sort of, is like, you know, your act is made up of all these different bits, right? So, in- unless you tape an hour for a special, which I'm not at that point yet, you, the the bits can stay in the act for a while. You just add more bits in, and they cycle out. But you kind of keep them all in your arsenal. It's like I don't know if you don't play golf, right? I've seen oh. it, <laughs> but you know, in golf, like you you learn a lot of different types of shots, you know, and you might not use those shots every different round. But you have them like in your arsenal, and that's kind of what it's like for me. like you build up more stories, more bits, and they're kind of always in the back burner, ready to go and then um you know hopefully you get to a point where you can put them out on a special and then you kind of start from scratch and so I'm in the collection phase of like you know I've been doing this for a while, but um just working up to have like my best hour, and depending on the night and where I am, you know you're going to get different jokes for the different setting you know, mm-hmm. but I'm constantly writing, constantly thinking of things. <clears throat>
1: Do you run it by your girl? Like, do you like run parts of your act by her, like like jokes and shit? Uh, and if you do, does she know it? Yes, do and no.
0: I, sometimes. I I try not. I actually have learned over the years, like with girlfriends in general, I I try not to run bits because I I I feel like they never react the way I want them to. <laughs> so like I'm just like I, I feel like they Which give is, me a feedback to say like, that I'm funny. I'm like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, oh wait,
0: you you know you're gonna actually laugh at this. It's hard comedy. Stand up, especially, is so specific of like being on stage with a microphone. It's dark. You know, you need those setting parameters. And sometimes, if you—that's why. Like, if anyone asks me, "Hey, tell me a joke," and we're like out at a bar, it never works. It never lands. You know, Uh, because you need to have that that setting. So I I don't usually run too many bits by. But girls I've dated, I've certainly got material from them,
4: Mm -hmm. and
0: I just write things down because I think that some things are just—they're just funny and they don't even realize um, that it it fits into. and
2: act, or then other people might experience it. Did you always want to be a stand-up comedian? Did you know that's what you wanted to be when you were
0: a kid? I knew from when I was in high school that I loved making people laugh. I was in this improv troupe and um, the first time ever on stage was from the in front of the entire school, which was like a thousand kids, which is a huge show even now for me. And uh, making everyone laugh was very addicting. So I knew that I wanted to make people laugh, and it wasn't until maybe midway through college that I started doing stand-up. And uh, once you tell the first joke and you get even a little bit of a response, uh, you want to keep it going back and, and keep getting better. And like literally the same way that I write and think about my sets then is how I think about it now. It's never it's never perfect. It's it's always in motion. It's always being worked on. Uh, and that's why I think I love it. It's like you can do it forever and it's never
2: perfect and uh, it, it's uh, – it's – you're constantly crafting. I think that that sounds like, like any artist in any medium, right? Because like you said, like if, like if you're an artist and you want to draw, it never feels perfect. It always feels like you're improving on it or, or trying to make it better, right?
0: Yeah, and I think the other thing about stand-up that I love is that it's not like – it's not based on uh- – like, I played baseball my whole life, but there's only so long you can oh, play.
2: Oh, wait a minute. You, you were the spitball guy, too. You didn't know what a spitball what? was. I didn't know what a spitball is. <laughs> I, actually, I actually come here to learn. <laughs> Tell me more, Kojo.
1: So that's what a spitball is. <laughs> and dogs can get rabies, so. <laughs> Two things to do with spit. Uh,
0: I, I like stand-up because it doesn't, uh, you know, it doesn't stop. Like, you keep on evolving, and, like, you could be a 60, 70-year-old comic, and, like, what's – What's important to you, you're, you're, you could find an audience that is important to them too. Uh, where it's it's a little more difficult in music, you know, like I feel like your sound has to be relevant to your age and same thing with acting. Like you could be like a great actor, actor, actress, but then like time isn't favorable to you and you might not get the work. Stand-up, you can always do the work.
1: Or an artist, unless you get all crippled up. If you're an artist and you're oh Yeah,
0: like a, an artist, like a, someone who paints or something so like that forever.
2: So you don't prefer a certain like age – of your audience, you you, you think that you, you like um, to have a, a, like a variety or a diverse uh, age in the, in the crowd, do you think?
0: Yeah. I mean when I was younger doing stand-up, I thought that I wanted to have like co- – I wanted to perform for like college-type audiences
5: uh, I'm going to be the next Dane Cook.
0: Yeah, right. Well, I know you thought you could like tour. College kids
2: can be pretty judgmental though, can't they?
0: They're tougher, And they're tougher (laughs) now than even when I was in college. Like I went and did a college recently. It was one of the worst gigs I've had in the last five years. And like I went and did the show and it was in like a dorm. And like there's kids playing (laughs) ping (laughs) pong. It was in a dorm. It was in a dorm living room. All the lights are on. It was at 10 o'clock at night. Wasn't so much a gig
1: as they discovered me sleeping in their room. (laughs) I
0: know. Like everyone – they had – unironically all had like there was at least five or six selfie sticks and people are snapchatting and i'm like this is not going to be good <laughs> and it wasn't it was like not a fun gig college what? some college gigs are tough
1: how much did you get paid for that if you don't mind me asking like, no, i just like, want to see how much you sell uh, that piece of your soul for
0: it was i think it was like a thousand bucks Wow, but decent money
1: decent not it's money. good money.
3: money
1: but that that's a bit the college is the know, only like, way you can do it though is to have fun with them on your terms yeah now, do like- you
2: do you have to take into consideration um a college audience rather than let's say it might be a nightclub audience or do you do will you do or change it or no whatever your yeah. whatever your stand up is it is, and you're not going to like um take certain things out to not like maybe annoy a certain a crowd, a paid a paid.
1: Cl- <laughs> I was misgendered when I walked in. I was like, "Dude, get your gender straight." It's twenty nineteen. Am I right?
2: Am I right? Well, I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, you wouldn't tell the Disney like, no, you think that that the Little Mermaid wasn't masculine. I'm sure to a college, <laughs> they would
0: they would they
1: would viscerate. And she certainly wasn't black.
0: <laughs> I, I, honestly, like the best crowds are a paid club or theater audience. Like, anytime that someone pays to go to a night of comedy, they know what they're going for. Those are the best crowds. Like, an and they're prone to cro- laugh.
2: They want to have a good time. They're they're,
0: they're there to listen to stand up, and they want to they want to listen to you. Those are the best crowds. A college crowd is the same as like doing a corporate gig. It's been, and it essentially is it's a corporate gig, and they're very 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 hit or miss. You know, mm-hmm. you can have some great gigs. I've had some great corporate gigs or uh, college gigs, and I've had some that are just hell gigs. You know, and, and a lot of times it's because they don't set you up for success. Like I, I did a show in an air in a in a airplane hangar. It was a corporate gig in an airplane hangar, and they didn't, and it, so that's a, not a good place to perform. You Is got it like, an airline? Um, it was for a private jet company, and they had me come in to do stand up. What they didn't tell me was a fundraiser, and they had, uh, Two, right before I go on stage, they open up two massive buffet lines in the hangar. So everyone goes to get like sliced, <laughs> carved turkey meats and stuff. They put me, I'm not even on stage, no light. They, they bring me up. There's like 10 people now. Everyone else is in the buffet line. And then they put a movie screen size, like a massive projection, movie size screen projection of a UNICEF commercial behind me playing on repeat through my entire set. What, the, what was the, the audio point of playing too? No, not the audio, oh, okay. but it was like, you know, just it just was, it was just of, to raise money, I think, for, um, you know. It, world I, hunger. World, something like that.
1: There's a lot of black kids with flies on their faces <laughs> in, that, in that fucking commercial.
3: It's hard to
2: be humorous with that behind yeah, you,
0: right? Like there, there was nothing, like, like nothing, funny about <laughs> a, nothing funny about a UNICEF uh, no, video playing behind I mean, behind if you, you can make people laugh with that playing behind you. Well that's I didn't make people laugh. Did you should be Walt? making money? <laughs> what'd
1: you, what'd you say?
0: I uh I didn't make people laugh on that one, Walt. That was that was not a good set for me. That was but that's like but Was that's, that better or uh... worse
1: than the dorm with the selfie sticks and all that? In terms of like reception. You, you had to have mentioned did you you had to have mentioned the commercial, right? Did you mention, no. like, Is that in your
2: gig now? Like, no, the, like, yeah, that just, was, like, I don't, I was,
1: people don't, aren't laughing. That
0: was, I did that show when I was like four or five years into stand up, so I didn't have the tools that I would have now to like maybe um, riff a little bit off of it, you know. But back then, I was like, I was horrified, and then, you know, I had every right to be. Because I remember J
1: Lo looking gig. like that when she was a fly girl. Hey! But, but it, you know, it's so strange with these hell
0: gigs, it's so weird, and I, I'm sure comics can back this up. Uh, sometimes like the worst gig, right? Even you take the college gig with the girls and the selfie sticks, and this gig in the air, air, airline hangar with the UNICEF thing behind me. I'll leave stage being like that was the worst thing I've ever done, and then I always get the 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 friendliest response from like three or four people being like that was the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, it's it's very interesting how like your perception well, of the nice. night. They were is,
3: talking
1: yeah. about the buffet.
3: I
0: know, <laughs> <laughs> like that turkey, yeah. like, whoever carved that turkey
2: melted right in my mouth
0: <laughs> did you make that
2: <laughs> oh you're that guy in front you are the guy working for unicef weren't you was the first time you do stand up are you confident or or are you scared the first time i ever
0: did it yeah terrified Terrifying. i didn't know i was going up it was an open mic my friends put me on the list and uh i went up and i just did anything off the top of my head but honestly i got one little flicker of a laugh and that was like enough
2: they say it's like a drug is that true Absolutely,
0: yeah, hundred percent.
1: That's right, like a lot of the like the guys I know, it's like they obsessively need to go on stage. Like that's how they get so fucking good is they're just constantly going up. I can get a little I can I can get something here, I can I can get, you know, a couple minutes here and they just do it and do it. But like around here you couldn't do that. Like he lives in the village, so yeah. There's I mean, a a, a whole bunch I, of, uh, I
2: disagree. I, I
1: you think around here. Oh, that, that, are you talking about Holiday Inn? <laughs> the <laughs> Holiday Inn open mic? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, Once why, a month I in the banquet a, room of the Holiday Inn? A, a
2: diner. I used to threaten my kids all the time that I was going to go do food humor at the diner when, and they were, were going to buy dinner I and, and I was going to do it. And I was going to just do all food jokes, and I I would do my routine in the car as we were driving around right. the, the the restaurant, and we'd see it going back and forth to wherever we were going. So there's plenty of places you can go to hone.
1: Okay, you're right. You're definitely right. So let me rephrase. Not as many places as respected as say the yes. comedy cellar. Yeah,
2: I, I yeah that's that's
0: a, Di- yeah
1: you, diners that's- and. Uh, in the banquet rooms of I, motels. I,
0: I do think it's a combination. My personal opinion is I think it's a combination of getting a lot of stage time, but also you have to live. You have to be alive. You know what I mean? And some people are, are really barreled into the comedy community. What do you mean by
2: that? You have to be alive.
0: Like you have to have comedy experiences or else you, you don't – or you have to have life experiences or else your your comedy is not being based off of anything. You know what I mean? So if, if you spend so, your whole time – doesn't
2: everybody – I mean no matter – if you're living, you're having a life experience, right? Yes, but I guess what
0: I mean is you you have to like travel. You have to like get out of your comfort zone. You have to like go out and like go out and do different things besides just being at the clubs, like all day or just hang out with comedians. Like for example, I don't hang out with comedians all day every day. Like I I I find that my act is better because I hang out with a lot of non comedians, and my act is better because I do take some nights where I can just go out and do something weird, or mm-hmm. like you know, and and that's where the act grows. And so i for me personally, I think it's a balance between getting good stage time, but also you have to like live a little bit you have to live a little bit outside of the the comedy club so that you can bring it in and, and you have something to say.
2: The comedy club life is just can't be all you're doing. you have to have experiences that resonate with your audience too
0: right and that so they, that's they why you have to get out there you. you have to you have to you have to be out and living a little bit, and you'll see the comics uh, in their act when they're when they're not doing that. It's like a lot of like airline jokes and travel jokes or hotel <laughs> jokes because that's all they're doing. They're just going hotel to airplane, and they don't see anything else. So all their jokes are based on that. How many gigs you do a year? You think that's a good question. Probably like maybe like
2: one hundred twenty five, one hundred fifty. So every third night, basically, you're you're doing yeah. something.
0: And I only consider that like gigs that I'm getting paid for to a certain extent or like booked for like that, that. That's not like dropping in type, like just doing sets that are just drop in type sets, but you know, between like a hundred, maybe like
1: 125, 150 a year. Do you ever get to bump anyone?
0: No, I'm not that level yet. No, no.
2: What
1: does that mean
0: I, you take someone off of a show? Somebody's like, supposed show to go up. on and you show oh, and up. You just
2: show
1: up out of the blue yeah. and they're like, they're going on. You, yeah. you lost your spot but, but or delayed. Maybe you might've lost it.
0: It's interesting in That sort of thing doesn't happen as much anymore, though. You've never been bumped? I don't – I'm not
1: – Somebody bumped him out of his train seat on the way down here. I was like, <laughs> Jesus, Jiggy. <Junkie." laughs>
0: know, but bump, bump – like back like 15, 20 years ago and be, before that, people used to get bumped off shows all the time for people who would drop in and do stuff. You don't see that as much anymore. I think it's because we're all connected a little more through like podcasting and social media that like there's a lot more like common respect for people who like going out and doing their thing. So no matter where you're at, the hierarchy of comedy, like I think there's a respect for like I got booked on this spot – and uh and people are, are are you know, I think they feel bad for bumping now. It, it's it's but back in like the late nineties, like like Dane Cook for example, I think was famous for like just showing up and bumping people off spots and I don't think he does it anymore.
1: Do you think he still could? Is he still popular enough?
0: Dane Cook yeah, I mean he's he's falls in that category, like he was so big that like what he's doing now doesn't seem like he's doing anything. But he's mm-hmm. selling out two, three, four thousand seat theaters. I mean he's still like he's he's a marquee name. But you know, he was doing arenas, so he's doing theaters now. He's not
3: what a loser.
2: What comedians <laughs> are, are doing arenas at this point? The Joker's baby. Well, I mean, like, like <laughs> yes, a stand-up well, comedian, like mm-hmm. you know, one one guy at a mic. That's all. There's no, there's nothing. It's just him and a mic telling jokes. Is there anybody at that yeah, level right you, now? Um, Chappelle, Bill
0: Rogan, Burr. Um, Bill Chappelle, Burr. Joe, Joe Burr. Rogan, Joe Rogan.
2: Yeah, the podcaster.
3: Mm-hmm. He's oh, a, he's, he's huge.
2: Massive. Yeah.
3: Okay, I thought he we was. Did, a, I thought he
2: was like a, a like a. What's a host?
1: No, he's, he's he's like host, comedian, MMA guy. Yeah, yeah I know he's into the fight. He's a
0: stand up background, um, but he's he, a, he's he a pure stand up. You can do arenas. Yeah, we yeah. did. We did the joke. Uh, I was with the Jokers last last weekend, and we did Tacoma and um, the Tacoma Dome. And he, him, and Chappelle sold that thing out twenty two thousand seats. That's like, bigger they than us together or,
2: or separate yeah, together together. Okay. But
0: that's still like that's pretty amazing. Twenty two thousand seats mm-hmm. for stand up uh, in a Know, it's not a major market. Tacoma is like an off market. You know, it's not like it's not even a huge market, but to do twenty two thousand seats is pretty crazy. Did
2: you, know? you have somebody you looked you looked at when you're when you were getting into it? Somebody you admired, I don't know, not,
1: I Oh, like, like who was a, a comedy hero? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's a little cliche, but when I was in high
0: school I used to listen to
1: um Soupy Sales.
0: <laughs> I used to listen to um Richard Pryor albums Go to Bed. And that was way before I started doing stand up, but I was just amazed with his pacing, his cadence, and like how he would, he was just such a good storyteller, you know? Mm -hmm. So I used to listen to him uh, growing up. But then as I got older, you know, obviously like Seinfeld for how he could take jokes and make them, he would take something very simple and make it complicated. You know what I mean? Like he'd Mm -hmm. take something very simple and then make something mundane and and put a spin on it that you didn't see before he said it. And then George Carlin for how he was such a wordsmith. George Carlin was like, he would never do any crowd work. You know what I mean? He was never like riffing on the crowd. It was all it was almost like comedy poetry, like every word mattered, which I appreciate. I don't, I don't know if I do that, but I appreciate how, the, how comedy as like an art form can get to a point where it's like, it's almost like a speech and like every word mattered. And If you watch it, any George Carlin stuff, it's like he has total command of the room and everything he says is like thought out, which I appreciate. Very difficult to do. And he came up with hours and hours and hours of material, you know, through his career. Every year he had a different hour, which is in- incredibly difficult to do.
1: The only way, like my exposure to prior until like high school, is just movies.
2: Oh, those concert movies.
1: The, well, the, no, I didn't even see. I didn't see the concert movies by that point, like Live on the Sunset Strip or something.
2: Superman three.
1: Um, <laughs> no, uh, what is it? Um, Stir Crazy. Oh, okay. uh, Silver yeah, Streak I, I like those. those
2: Those concert movies He had two big ones I thought And yeah. Eddie Murphy had some big concert yeah. movies
1: I saw, that. Yeah. I saw them after those yeah. movies Yeah Eddie Murphy There's a 70 million or something To come back to do a well, comedy special For Netflix and
3: Netflix
0: is going to pay him 70 million to do a special The thing that's like unbelievable He and should just
1: do all his old stuff
0: Right I mean but he, he doesn't have any material He hasn't even been on stage He hasn't even been on stage in 30 years He's oh, he accepted. I think that is, I think that it's in the works. Yeah, how
1: could you not? Unless you have so like you, much but money. What if
0: you, but what if you bomb, though? He doesn't care about his movies like that. Yeah, I
1: mean, those movies are shit that he does. Like, when's oh, the really? last good movie that came out that Eddie Murphy was a part of? Pluto know. Nash. No, I don't think people are counting that one. <laughs> <laughs> was it
3: Pluto Nash? That-
1: yeah, that was Pluto Nash. Yeah, um, maybe uh, not even Bowfinger.
3: Both Remember, he got good? it
1: wasn't good, but but he got like he was good in it.
2: Nutty Professor was good. do you think he could Clopes. do you think it could sully his um legacy?
1: His special, more well, so than special, it, it, I
2: think.
0: It, that, I think more so than do, his AIDS
1: jokes and his other specials.
2: <laughs> I think he's
0: gonna. Do, well, yeah. If you
2: listen to Delirious
0: now, like, he would never get away with that. Shit. <laughs> he would have been banned in they the first. Five well, a lot
2: of a lot, but wouldn't a lot of comedians, if um, performed through the filter of today, they would like who were huge back in the eighties, they wouldn't be able no, Carlin to. Carlin couldn't their act today, right?
1: Carlin would be as welcome on a college campus as a school shooter. (laughs) People would never want him there.
2: But but that's
0: the only way that Eddie Murphy has done stand up. So I'm very curious in what he's gonna do. Like, what's he gonna
1: talk about?
0: And plus, a lot of his stand up was like it was all this stuff about him being like, you know, like young and like he had so much energy and like the the way he saw the world. His perspective was totally of as like a 23 year old like kid. So now he's like he's in his. He's almost sixty now, isn't he? He's got yeah. to be well into the. I, just, 60s. I have no, but we don't have any idea what his like world point of view is going to be at all. It can't be that kid from Delirious. He was twenty
2: three, right? Oh, Rock. What about Chris Rock? He's somebody who could sell. Could he sell an arena? At this yes, point? Yeah. Chris
0: Rock can do arenas. Amy Schumer did. I don't know if she can now. Um, but I get there's not many arena comedy is is there's there's not that many. You're t- maybe maybe ten. Dice Man Gaffigan. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's an arena guy. He's a theater no. guy. It's also um, a different type Black. of show. Aziz, Aziz and sorry, he can do arenas or. Could. Oh, Lewis Black? Louis Black
2: still no. same theater.
0: Yeah, not not oh.
1: Eddie Murphy's uh, what like fifty seven? I can, guess. how can 58. Netflix
0: recoup that money? Could they make money off seventy could. million? I don't think they are even. I, I don't. Think All you their hear business from Netflix is like, like
1: how they they're so in debt. Yeah, that there's like no chance they're ever going to be profitable, but somehow they keep getting money and giving money because they they like went way overboard on uh, original programming shit. Like uh, as a guy who watches a fair amount of TV, I'm like, this is insane.
0: You know they they're having the new Scorsese movie come out on Netflix. uh, Can you can you get? Do you know the budget of that movie? It wasn't a Netflix movie. It was like
1: 200, right? Wasn't it? 220
0: (laughs) million for a Netflix movie. 220 million, and, and
2: they're giving the passwords away. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, right. I mean uh, that's not even a joke. How are they not clamping down and just like securing those accounts so that – I mean that's
0: well, the only way they, they can – Because it's the money. probably
1: peanuts relative they're, to – They're making – you
0: know the subscriptions are making a lot, a lot, a lot of money a month. They have tons of overhead like for, for all these productions that they're putting on and like their overhead is high. Um, but they also have tons of data. You know what I mean? Like all these people – they have 150 million subscribers and they have all those emails and all those like it, – it's, it's kind of like the Facebook model of like I don't think they would ever go out of
2: business. Well, they're not allowed to sell that data already.
0: No, I don't think they're going to sell the data. but they ha- I mean that's what – the value of the company of why they can keep bringing money bringing money in whether – however they're you – know, and why people invest in the company and buy the stock is like it's because of the 150 million people. It's because they have access to that many people. I think that's what the whole nature of everything now. Mm. They're getting subscription money, but the power is how they can steer, they can literally make and break um, the entire industry with 150 million people. You know what I mean? It can,
2: it can, you don't say you think it, but everything has its, runs its course though.
0: Yeah, I mean nothing Nothing is forever. Um, I mean I, I – I think there uh, there's some good pieces on how all these streaming services are actually doing a disservice for each other and like there's an argument of like how the platform – you should pay for the platform but the content should be the same across all of them if that makes sense. So like
1: – So content- you're saying Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu – it's like They everyone should merge has into one company or they should all have access to... They all to... have access
0: to the same content. So the content creator it has different revenue streams from the content being put on all these different platforms. But it makes it better for the consumer if the only differentiator is the platform itself. That makes the platforms better because they're competing on platforms, not on content. Right now, it's everyone's competing for content. Like Netflix buys this, buys this, buys
1: That's this. That's why HBO's app sucks balls.
0: Well, yeah, and they're, they're not developing... And Hulu's. But if if they just had access – if all those companies had access to the content, then they would only be able to differentiate on the app features and that's how they compete, which would make a better user experience for everyone. But how does that help the corporation
2: though?
3: Well
1: – It doesn't at all. This uh, is all consumer benefit. Yeah, so there
0: should be a consumer benefit but, but- – Like,
1: oh, is that what you think, Jiggy? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Fair is fair, I guess.
3: <laughs>
0: I, don't, I don't think that's ever going to happen, though. No. But, uh, just they're... It is
1: a pain in the ass, though, to have to subscribe to all these different but things think, for but different... And then somebody... you still can't get everything you want to watch. Do you
0: think that the, the bubble... If the bubble is going to burst... How can gonna you watch burst... this much
1: TV? No, I mean, like... But how can anybody? But, like, there's... Um, like baskets, for example, that's something I want to watch. But it's like it's on Hulu, but then you have to have a live TV subscription, which is forty bucks a month. You know, so it's like if you want to watch this one, I find it a lot of times easier just to buy. There it, has just to, to buy be a the tipping show.
2: point. There's just like too much. Well, entertainment.
0: It, do you think it? It and I don't know the answer to this, but do you think it like kind of relates to like video games in some way? Like you know, what I mean, like. Like the best platform will win. I mean, because there was a point where you had like all these different types of like oh, Xbox, co- like consoles and stuff. five or whatever it is. And well, that's like, but even back in like the eighties, so you had more, okay. you had more platforms, and then the ones that were really good, they
2: survived and, and made it. But is it, there has to be at a certain point? Like, you, there's just too much.
0: Content. I I personally think that these these companies that are diving into streaming are doing a disservice to themselves when they're taking their stuff off like an example would be like um you know like cbs online streaming where you have to pay like four dollars a month to get yeah. like cbs stuff i feel like they're doing a disservice um to their content because like no one's gonna buy like no one's gonna get just cbs so now like they're everyone's segmented well they off. put
2: well they, they did was was kind of I thought crappy. I don't. I didn't care because I don't. I wasn't interested. But I heard people talk about it in the store. They put like fan favorite sci-fi genre kind of stuff on there. So like you, you're like Star Trek mm-hmm. and Twilight Zone. And they're not going to put like the dramedy or the.
3: Um, <gasps> or... <laughs> Jiggy's like, oh no. <laughs> there goes <was> my movie. <laughs>
2: so they're not going to put something that's not like, like that's not going to capture the. You know the nerd, the nerd uh, population that is so re- prevalent right now. They're going to put something on there that's going to like Mike. Uh, you you subscribe to the uh, CBS streaming thing for Star Trek, right? I did. Yeah, I mean, like, because if it's just like it's like a proven commodity, <laughs> but like well, how, much on how much is it? does it cost a month?
0: Well, um, and, and six ninety nine a
2: month. Six ninety nine a month.
0: And and uh, they did the same thing with Twilight Zone for CBS, which yeah. I, th- I I feel like that was. That was clearly an attempt of like they took a Jordan Peele thing right off the heels of his movie. He's super popular, and they like purposely don't put it on. That has TV. to be Yeah, that ha- I mean, and, and I think that hurts the creative side of it. Is like I don't think the eyeballs got to see. I never saw the Twilight Zone thing, and I would have watched it if it was a way besides. You know, I have no I have no reason to sign up for a CBS mm-hmm. thing, and that's happening across the board. There's like there's probably twenty different things you can get. You can get ESPN is one now. Uh, but I think they're going to merge with the Disney one. Uh, it's like a whole. It's thing. like ES- Disney
2: Hulu and ESPN, ESPN will show exclusive sporting events then, only on the app, or I like documentaries.
0: I, I think they'll probably have the Thirty for Thirties on there and all that other stuff. But to your point, there's too many streaming services. I don't, I don't know what the they're all they're all competing, and I think the consumer is losing because now each one is going to have less. So it's making people like have to spend more. But I don't know what the.
1: I don't know what the solution is. Some firebrand this that's young this get, young jiggy. I think the
0: solution is getting the get everyone's passwords. <laughs> Wait,
1: Mike, Mike, Come back uh, <laughs> well, first. It's weird that's and um, Hey, you got mm. Well, it's like uh, you got this whole nerd thing. Oh, Mike! Wait, and I'm
3: like, yeah. you
2: don't you don't like to be called a nerd oh, in, oh, in this Jesus day and age? Nerd.
1: In this day, well, I've always been called a nerd. So <laughs> I just started liking it recently. <laughs> but wait, so on the on the Star Trek thing uh, for six ninety nine, what do you get? Just Star Trek episodes? No, you, get, you get everything. You get what's all, everything? Er,
5: all the CBS. All it's all access. It's
1: the, oh, it's Channel Two yeah. or, or our Channel Two CBS. It's like oh, okay, Channel Two Premium. Okay, I thought it was Star Trek specific. No. Oh, okay. No, so you get everything premium. Who cares? You must be paying him too much, well, here, who man. Who cares about it? He's got what... CBS premium? <laughs> <laughs> but
3: but
2: if you, let's say, uh, who is that much of a fan of CBS's lineup on Monday through Friday that they're like, well,
1: I have it on demand at least hey, well, with my Star Trek. Back when Murder, She Wrote was on. <laughs> well,
0: I think, ironically, the people who watch CBS in general are, are, are the people who aren't really into
1: streaming in general.
0: Right. Like the people who, they're usually sitting down watching the stuff. It's usually the people who are more into like the cable stuff that want the streaming option
1: okay, isn't Star Trek on DVD. Well, this is new Star Trek. This, oh, is, this is all new oh, content oh, about Star Trek. So this is oh, okay. the next
0: generation.
2: This is a, this is a whole new ball game with all new characters and you know done with a big budget.
0: And it's only on streaming.
2: It's always only, only available on streaming. I, I'm sure it's going to be at some point. They have to recoup some of that money they put into it That's and, and release it,
1: it somewhere else. I would think they won't let you say alien. You have to say potential Earth citizen now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I never got into Star Trek. No, it sucks. sucks. It's so boring.
2: (laughs) Not enough aliens. Just a bunch of old motherfuckers just talking about confederations and yeah, and And
1: beaming up and and down and sucking.
0: I did uh, see the first few um, movies of the last like ten years, and I thought those were pretty well done for someone who doesn't know everything about the. Well, they were
2: uh, a lot more gussied up with action. Than the sure. normal Star Treks were, you know, there was intrigue and there was uh, there was battles and uh, conflict. There and was something going. There on. was a, yeah, where the original Star Trek had none of that. It was just like they were just on the they were on the on the deck, right? Talking on the over. deck and posturing, but never actually doing anything about any of the problems.
1: Well, a All right. That's it, Jiggy. That's Jiggy's thoughts on, and comedy comedy on and comedy streaming. And streaming. I came up with some
0: solutions in there.
1: Uh, Jiggy will be in London. All co- will you go to Ibiza? Uh, I know you're a hip party guy.
0: I'm actually not. I don't. I have no interest in going to Ibiza. That's no? Ibiza.
1: No. It's like party where all island. the beautiful people that go. Like an island where everybody's <laughs> half naked and shit, and they're young, like Jiggy. Or it's you're a actually Spanish probably younger. Really? I,
0: I don't really have any interest in that.
1: No. No. Take off your shirt, get oiled up by Rico or somebody. Yeah, I'm
0: more of a bar pub type guy. Yeah? Yeah, bar pub, I'm a happy guy. I don't mm. like club, I don't like nightclubs, no, no dink to like uh, fist pumping music. No? No, not for me. Techno? Nothing, no. no I, need lyrics. <laughs> I need a lyric. <laughs> I like, uh, yeah, I like What's pop, your
2: favorite pops. genre of music?
0: Early 90s R&B.
1: Okay, good. And, uh, I need to like know boys to men and stuff like that.
0: Uh, well, more up tempo stuff like New Jack Swing. More to be more specific, that's like you know I'm late 80s, you New that. Edition, Bobby Brown. Yeah. Um, I can play. So, I can give you a whole list. New Jack
2: Swing is a great You're going. Yeah, I'm going to ask for that list because we're doing the uh, uh, purveyors, posers, and playlists. Uh, the hardest
3: uh,
1: show name to remember.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're going to be doing a tournament, and I would love for you to be involved. Yeah. And well,
0: that that would probably be my sweet spot. It would be uh, R and B in general, but then more specifically, New Jack Swing.
2: All right. So, if I were to be like the greatest R and B songs ever, three. Give me your top three. You could do it in a heartbeat. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. That, that'll be. I would
0: want to. I would want to think about it because I would want to come up with some like yeah some bangers. Okay. Awesome. But uh, you're yeah, in though. Do that. Yep. Okay.
2: Ultimate purveyor.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Always good to come back.
1: Yeah, Jiggy, nice to have you. Sorry that position hasn't totally opened up
3: full-time yet. <laughs> that's okay. We'll and,
0: see. Uh, yeah, JiggyComedy.com for the London show, uh, August 24th in London. Hopefully go
1: hang out with Jiggy. Buy go him go hang a out pint. Go me.
2: Go ask for your movie too, right? And you'll send him
1: yeah. a and link to you your movie? If you hit
0: up on social media, I will send you a, a private link to the movie. You can check it out.
1: And you're in luck. I understand uh, rabies has been totally eradicated from uh, England, so you're oh, not going to have good. any problems.
0: I'll be wary of any St. Bernards walking around.
1: You don't have to. Not there. I'm, I'm not even kidding around. It's been eradicated. Tell no him st- rabies. Tell them, st- Dave. Tell them, st-
2: <laughs> I don't know. I thought that's what you were doing. I no. thought you, you gave me the I'm hand so signal. <laughs>